Welcome to Talks at the Owl House. Uh, this is Survivor Talk at the Owl House. Uh, this is our first. Welcome to our first other person I'm doing this with. What's your name? I'm Breggy. Breggy Hrabnormorsson. Yeah, maybe I should say my name as well. My name is Sinter Snyromorsson. And uh, we are brothers. We are. And we're not going to make the same joke we made in the in the, in the the try, tryout run of this. So uh, you'll never know what that was. No. You'll just have to use your imagination. That's much more funny. Yeah. Maybe we'll release that historic event eventually. Um, but you'll have to subscribe to the Patreon for that uh, in, in 10 years. Yes. Yeah. Minimum be. 20 yes. quid. This is our first annual podcast. We will only be doing this annually. I also made that joke before we started recording. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So uh, today we're going to be talking about season 40 of Survivor. All winners... Mm-hmm. Or winners at war. That's what they went with. Winners at war. Yeah, that's not very peaceful. H- how do you feel about that title? I don't know. It's not much worse than other Survivor titles. Yeah, that they've set a pretty low bar. But it's it's not bad. Winners at war. It's yeah. it, it has the two. It's alliteration two Ws. Yes, they like brains, the... bronze, beauty, heroes, healers, hustlers. <laughs> That was a great that one. Was such a <laughs> what? No, that makes total sense. I talk about everything in those terms. <laughs> Are you a hero, healer, or hustler? If none, the three, three archetypes. <laughs> yeah, the three types of people. Those are what, it. What more are there? Are there any more heroes, healers, hustlers, and hobos? Mm. No, not. <laughs> I didn't mean that. No. But okay. Those are definitely hustlers, heroes. No, I mean like another. Those are all of the above. <laughs> Definitely. So yeah, that's ex- that's our that's our podcast for the day. Yeah. No, but no. what other series like seasons? Are there any other seasons that have like that alliteration? Not a maybe not alliteration. They had uh, so they fired that guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, they brought had, him they, back now. Yeah. For they they had 40. the they had, they had the uh, worlds apart where it was no color, blue color, uh, oh, that's not white color, but it was called worlds apart. So yeah, it didn't yeah. didn't. Have but that's that. not alliteration. No, it's not. It's just colors. <laughs> yes, it's just colors, just different color. Well, no, it's not a color. Well, that's just a, you know, lack of something. Well, what 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 were we gonna talk about? Yeah, so we are here to talk about uh, just in general the the season that's about to start. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it has probably started when this podcast comes out. It's probably taking a while for us to figure this stuff out. Um, well, also just we haven't you know done it yet we mm. just put it uh you know really procrastinated but yeah so we're of here course. we're else? here so what we're going to do today is we are going to draft mm-hmm. the cast um it's an all you know a must win draft so mm-hmm. just... i've not seen all the seasons so i'm going to be yeah maybe we should get into that our history with survivor just for a little bit so people have the context of just who we are mm-hmm. um so i have a you know long history with survivor and a pretty you know uh, i'm i'm what people would describe as a big fan a huge mm-hmm. fan i would not describe myself as a super fan because i think that's a weird title but mm-hmm. you know i uh, that's what people would describe me as of you don't what... really idolize the players or no i think it's just funny to call people super something mm-hmm. but I, <laughs> that <laughs> if that's the term you want to use that's that's what i am but 
My superpower is liking people. <laughs> yeah, my super my superpower is being a fan of a show. But no, I I've watched every single season, most of them more than once. Um, mm-hmm. Only seasons I haven't watched more than once are every season after thirty three. Mm-hmm. Think the but it's just have la- that time. Yeah, just the last few years I haven't been very compelled to watch the new seasons again. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and <laughs> a lot of the winners on this season that we're about to see are from those seasons. So, mm-hmm. um, but I, most of my knowledge extensive knowledge is from the older seasons mm-hmm. um i started watching our first season was heroes versus Will- villains mm-hmm. um of course we didn't watch from the beginning i was two years old mm-hmm. uh when the first season came out you were not born yet mm-hmm. when the first season came out uh 20 years 20 years yeah mm-hmm. so it is did it start 1999 did it start in 1999 yeah, at least in 2000 before you were born. Did it start in 2000? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the first episode was in 1999. But it doesn't really matter. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I watched the show religiously. I've watched every single episode, every single season, some more than once. I listen mm-hmm. to a whole bunch of podcasts. Uh, I mean, I take part in many, many you know discussion groups and everything mm-hmm. i'm maybe not active in the conversation itself but i lurk mm-hmm. i listen you lurk. um i'm part of uh i'm part of the community even though survivor i'm not a prominent uh, prominent uh, member but mm-hmm. you know i listen to all the po- a lot of the podcasts i i like mm-hmm. the discussion around it i like the community around it mm-hmm. and uh, it's just a show that's been with me for a while and i really really enjoy it mm-hmm. how about you <laughs> <laughs> well i I like Survivor. I like watching it, and like many people, but I, I, I am casual. I am a casual viewer of Survivor, but I mostly like enjoyed Survivor through you, and watched seasons you've been watching. I haven't watched a single season alone. I have never had that experience. Only been forced with me. <laughs> no, I've never been forced no, to no, watch no. a Survivor series because it, it's like maybe to start a series because it, it is a commitment for yeah. me it is it, it's especially since it like comes weekly and it's uh, 40 seasons <laughs> and like we're in the age of like netflix and being able to binge something or be able to control when you see it yeah definitely and then like the only shows i watch now that do that are like mr robot or or like kind of I was just watching Vikings, kind yeah. of that, but they, but they bear like I watched it on Netflix when half the season was out, so I didn't really, like I like to binge. I don't like to yeah. wait the the week, except if I'm watching it with somebody, and then it's uh, like I watch with you or yeah. or so. But but I've watched like really random seasons. Yeah. Of I I haven't I I don't know uh when which seasons were i i just don't have a good memory in general but uh so like many of the winners i don't remember who they played with i do remember them as like people but i don't remember the details of of the game or or uh, but i have watched all the pre-game interviews yeah, we just finished watching all the pre-game interviews right before we started this. Um, and I did watch them before, but I couldn't yeah. finish them. The, you're, you're coming into this more like a new season in the fact that 
a lot of the players you just met through the interviews. So a lot of, of course, draft podcasts like this, you know, they most seasons are new player season, or at least mostly new players. And people are drafting only from the pregame interviews. But Mm -hmm. you know some players. You started watching at the same time as me. You started watching in Heroes Heroes versus Villains, but you haven't watched every season since. Mm -hmm. Um and but you did watch those first seasons after Heroes versus Villains. So a lot of people call those the Dark Ages. Um, <laughs> I have basically just watched Survivor in the Dark Ages. Yeah. So I like, but 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 those series were still like. I knew what was bad with them. Yeah. Like a part of it was knowing what they were doing wrong. Yeah. Like they 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 were doing, like all the twists and the. The idols everywhere, and uh, it's it's like it's sometimes I I would more I I like the older series of the Dark Age kind yeah. of more because you got to know players more and you got to it, it wasn't as much reading the edit or or anything I kind of have to like uh, cut out that part of my brain that yeah. like. Tries to figure out who's gonna win just because of the edit because yeah. I just want to follow the players. Uh, yeah, I just want to follow yeah. the players, but not the edit. Those first seasons after Heroes vs. Villains, there were more the Dark Ages just due to uh, some people would call just bad casting or mm-hmm. or uh, they just felt like a lot of uh, a lot of it felt more low effort mm-hmm. than uh, some of the other you know older seasons you know. First season after Heroes versus Villains, uh, Nicaragua. That was a favorite of yours because Fabio won. Um, but we were we were young, like we loved Fabio at the time. But I still think he's a like I think he's a, I think he's a great player with a question mark. <laughs> yeah. I, he he. If I had just watched the series, I would still, uh, I would still argue that he is like. A mastermind player which like played <laughs> dumb and yeah. uh and got his way through and but but then with the context of what he did afterwards i think he more i think he was self-aware i think he knew he was gave off the the dumb vibes uh, at yeah. j- or just like uh, yeah like you could uh, play better than him and yeah. uh, that he would be underestimated but i don't think that was a willing choice i just think he knew about it and used it to his advantage yeah. and that was smart yeah, but i he... don't think he was really <laughs> really smart yeah he did what a lot of players do uh, a lot of the great players do is in survivor you can't really be someone you're not mm-hmm. but what he did was uh he played up the parts of him that you know, were advantageous. Like, mm-hmm. uh, he played up the fact that he is kind of like this dude, surfer bro. You mm-hmm. know, I don't know why I had a <laughs> British accent when I said that, but mm-hmm. like, that's that's his persona, but he like played it up so people would underestimate like the other parts mm-hmm. of him, were, which were that he was, uh, he was smart. He, he did understand the game to an extent. And mm-hmm. 
he will but like still we can't you know that that was mostly what he did mm-hmm. like he wasn't being as like he wasn't strategically uh, m- maneuvering anything like he was using this to make people underestimate him but to a point like he was the biggest threat he had to win all those last challenges to win mm-hmm. he had to get have two people quit in order for him to I thought, get to that point i thought dean's game like kind of showed Fabio's game better than Fabio. Not that he played it yeah. better, but showed better why it worked and why it wouldn't work. Because Dean played kind of this. He played a very similar game to Fabio, but not to the same extent. He he uh, he dumped down in challenges. He kind of dumped down in in uh, the social game and and in the tactical game, but. Uh, the strategic game, but uh, it didn't work for him, and the reason it didn't work for him was simply because he he still wasn't really really smart. He still like wasn't a mastermind, but it, it worked for Fabio because no one had seen that before. But I I, I don't know. I I, yeah. I still think it's an interesting game. I don't know if it can be replicated. And you can win. I don't know. Yeah, it's in, it's interesting, but let's maybe. Yeah, yeah, we're we're. Yeah, we're talking about a winner that's not on the season. In. Yeah, yeah, we're getting off topic. Yeah, we should maybe get on topic. So still love Fabio. So, yeah, Fabio, great winner. <laughs> would have been extremely interesting on this cast. He would be um, like he would be underestimated, but still. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I thought. I think he would have been interesting. I don't think he would have had a big chance of winning just because mm-hmm. I don't think he's a fantastic player. But it has been 10 years since he played, so mm-hmm. he might might have learned a thing or two, but so hope so. <laughs> to start this out, let's or let's would hope so. let's preview what this season will be a little bit. Mm. So it isn't all winners, but the and main two twists that will be in play are we have Edge of Extinction coming back, uh, a fan favorite, and <laughs> we have an introduction of a new twist, the fire tokens. Fire tokens. So you don't know a lot about, uh, especially the fire, fire tokens. Fire tokens sound like microtransactions in video games. I yeah. already hate it just, just by the the by its name. It and, just sounds yeah. horrible. And they kind of work like that <laughs> in game, yeah. uh, but they don't have to spend their own money on it. But mainly. What so, do they spend on it? So, okay, let's start. Let's start with Edge of Extinction because the fire tokens are very connected to the Edge of Extinction. Mm. So, of course, everybody knows what Edge of Extinction is. You watched Edge Edge of Extinction mm-hmm. with me, so you know it as well. Um, and it's gonna work, w- from what I know, exactly the same way. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, and it, sh- if if they are gonna do it, just do it exactly as it was. Just make it. Make it more interesting for the players who are living there, but like gameplay wise, it should be kind of the same. The the problem with Edge of Extinction, like every and this has of course been talked to death and even mm-hmm. um, in interviews just recently when uh, uh, Rob Sesternian talked to him uh, on the red carpet for uh, the EW event, he mm-hmm. did talk about Edge of Extinction is not going to be in play for uh, the next seasons. It's going to be go away for a while. Mm-hmm. He heard the the complaints and uh, he doesn't maybe agree with them completely, but of course we are a fan base and, and they did listen, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem 
We with, didn't wait long. Yeah, the problem with it is the fact that people can come into the game without really playing. Like, what happened in Edge of Extinction? A person was vote voted out day 13. They came back day 36. Mm-hmm. And, no, I think it was even day 11 or something. Mm-hmm. Like, he barely played. He went on a, another island for, like, a few weeks. And then he just came back for three days and... He, he got voted the winner. Mm-hmm. That That's not what Survivor's supposed to be, a lot of people feel like. Um, that's kind of, though, that, that's kind of the, uh, the fault of the jury. Because that's, yeah. may, maybe he was, like, I, I don't know. It, it... But we, we can't forget that these people lived with this guy for so long. Like, these... Mm-hmm. You, if you're on Edge of Extinction, especially in a season like that, like these people have to convince themselves that they can win after they go on Extinction. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, why are you there? Are you, like they have to rationalize that to themselves. And Chris Underwood, he came back into the game and he really did maximize his chances of winning by getting Rick Demons to give him the other half of the idol. Uh, by getting Lauren to play an idol on him, mm-hmm. by giving up his necklace to go to fire against Rick Devins. Um, he did a lot of stuff in three days, mm-hmm. but he didn't have to do anything before that. Mm-hmm. And he was voted out. Like, not, the third person voted out of the season, and he came back and he only had to play these three days. Mm-hmm. And he could play fast and loose because he only had to play three days. Mm-hmm. And that is... So he had completely different circumstances. People mm-hmm. like uh, Gavin, who was there in the final with him. Like, yeah, he didn't have the same flashy moves, but he also had to create an environment for himself where he could be successful. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what... Uh, so he had to play it a bit slower, especially in a season like Edge of Extinction when where they were all, like, they were voting out every threat at every possibility. They weren't really, that was the whole game. Yeah, they they just, that's that's the whole whole game that was played, you know. But Fire Tokens and Fire tokens. Edge of Extinction. Yeah, so they're going to make Edge of Extinction even worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, at least, I, I don't know, it might work out, but Fire Tokens, everybody, from what I have heard, everybody start with one Fire Token. And um, every single time a person is voted out, they can will their fire token to another player, and uh, so and people will be able to purchase, you know, luxuries or food or even advantages for mm-hmm. this uh, these tokens. So microtransactions. Basically, the thing why it, how it connects to Edge of Extinction is the fact that people on Edge of Extinction will be able to find items, offer them to people that are playing in the active game for a certain amount of tokens. So, and in return, they will get something as well. So maybe like an advantage in the final challenge of the Edge of Extinction or just food or comfort themselves. And so they will have to, either they want to give this to a player that they like or a player that they believe has the token so they can get their thing in return. So there 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 are aspects to this, but the do they but... just think that the winners the the game is not complicated enough because they're winners or 
what do they think would happen if they didn't have fire? Why th they don't have to sell the game already? They don't have to sell the game, especially when it's all winners. Yeah, you're gonna see it, and I think some people are not gonna see it because of the fire tokens. M most people will still see it, but they won't be as happy. So it's yeah. I still don't understand it. I I hope it's very thought through. I hope it's a gameplay mechanic that uh, that makes. It, I, I hope it's a good game mechanic that they thought through. Yeah. Because if it's another twist, if it's a twist to keep the winners on their feet, then they're already on their feet. Yeah, I think the. I think I think they've wanted to do the fire tokens for a while. It sounds like it's something that uh, they've been interested in. I think the I think they're just thinking, oh, we have all winners. We have to throw everything in the kitchen wall at them. The kitchen sink, I mean, <laughs> not the kitchen wall. Uh, the pots and pans stuck yeah. to the wall. <laughs> but but and I think as well. I think the Edge of Extinction was in season thirty-eight mm -hmm. to be a trial run for this season. Uh, for whatever this season would be. Um, but I really feel like the fire tokens are something that had to have a trial run as well. I feel like that's a crazy thing to just throw into this season because like I think the I think it, the reason for the fire tokens was to surprise them and yeah. like spin, uh, throw them off their game at the start. Yeah. And I, I understand I understand making Survivor because being a Survivor is also able being able to adapt to yeah. new things. And, and if you're a smart player that's able to think everything ahead, then maybe you're good in the first seasons. And then if you're a smart player that can think on their feet, which is what Survivor is about a lot. It's about being able to think and be smart uh, and strategize when you're hungry and when you're when you're uh, dehydrated it's it's not just about uh, a chess game it is about a lot of other things so i i, I don't i don't respect the 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 twists but i do i do yeah i, I know the reason for them yeah and you, you I, understand I, it i understand why they have to do it and i understand i think it in some I think they go a little bit too far in some aspects, but in general, I think they need to have these these uh, twists and complications to get the survivor that is quickest on their feet and keep keep it interesting. Uh, so it's not just uh, the smartest people or the the people with the best uh, best social game. It's the people that can think on their feet. Yeah. So I understand, but I still don't. Uh, I think the fire tokens are so. Are, are such a foreign concept that it doesn't really match with what has come before. And now we have a cat in the house. Yeah. So you might hear, hear a little bells. Um, so those are the twists. Like, nobody wanted this, nobody asked for this, but we are getting all winners. So that is exciting. <laughs> so we are... But it, it's like... Everybody's been saying this. This is not like a new opinion. Why not just let the winners play? Like, just let them play. It's going to be interesting. But this is what we got. This is what we're getting. 
And oh, I don't think... Pat on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think Get this... Get out of here. I don't think uh, this will be... I don't think the Fire Tokens will be extremely prominent. Uh, they know they only have an hour like plus com- like <laughs> with commercials, so like 40 minutes an episode mm-hmm. to show what's happening. So they can't be introducing too many twists because they have to be able to show what's happening. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing this won't be something that we're constantly seeing. Mm-hmm. It'll probably just be part of the Edge of Extinction uh, segment. Um, but let's get to the matter of hand yeah. for today. We are drafting. We are drafting. Should we just do it like a snake draft? Do you know what that is? I have no... I've never... I've only... Tr- yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, so snake draft is, uh, you know, just uh, one per... The first person chooses one person, then the next uh, next person chooses two, and then two, two, two. We swap two until there's no people left. So that just makes it a bit more, you know, fair that the first person... Like, isn't just getting that advantage, the second person gets two people, then, Mm -hmm. you know. And then also the person that chose first will get, you know, automatically the last person. Okay. So, uh, how should we decide who who goes first and who goes uh, second? Should we rock, paper, scissors, scissors forward live? Live on the air? Live on the air. Live at the Owl House. Live at the Owl House. We are going to rock, paper, scissors this. Okay. Uh, not best of three because that's in terribly. Why not? It's best not of three? Is that entertaining for the guests? Uh, like for the guests? Okay, okay, just one for the listeners. For the live audience. Okay. okay. For the live audience. That's a really awkward sound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that that was a drop. We both yeah. both did scissors. This is extremely exciting. Okay. Both. Okay, okay this, this is bad. Oh, okay, he won. won. Okay, okay so you choose what you want to do. But that's also awkward because I don't know the players as well. So, so you choose if you want to go first or second. I want to. Ah, oh, that's interesting. Uh, so I would like to go first, not because it's smart, because uh, I like to be first, and. Uh, I don't know, uh, but I, but the only reason I would say number two is because I don't know who I'll pick as number one, and I also think it would be nice to be number two, but I'm gonna be number one. I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge myself. Okay. So number one. Number one. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when I pick anyone. Just, of if, course not. But if someone is picked, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't. Nobody else can pick them. So. so, my first pick. My first, first pick, is going to be. It's hard because. There, there were two players that I thought had the right idea about uh, like being humble uh, about with, with being humble about them their own game and the way uh, and like recognizing that not they weren't the only ones with a with a target on their back 
but it's hard, man. It's hard. Gotta choose. I gotta choose. Don't keep the listeners hanging. Ah, uh, I'm gonna take Yule. You're gonna take Yule. I'm gonna why, take Yule. Why not Yule? because of the things I was just talking about, because he isn't very. He doesn't really think he has a big target on his back. Yeah. He 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 doesn't think he he thinks his game was low key. So and he, I don't know, he's just he's just a lovable guy. I think yeah. I I don't think the winners will be cutthroat with him. I think they I, I and also just I I I like him. I Yule is a is a nice man. I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, Yule is, of course, an incredibly intelligent player. He really dominated Cook Islands strategically, um, and he won against Ozzy, one of the most popular players mm-hmm. in history. Uh, so he 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 has a great track record. He has Was done that a, a good choice. He's done a lot. I, I think it's not a bad choice. There, he's but done... it's not a good choice. <laughs> no, no, definitely. It's it's it's. There are so many. He's I not don't... my number one, but I. It's not a bad choice. It's mm-hmm. definitely not a bad choice. It it would have not have been my first pick. And I did not, not steal my... your first. Yeah, pick. you did not steal my first. But pick. this is this it's, isn't it's a, a great trick. I th- <laughs> is it? <laughs> it? It is. It is. It is. Oh, uh, we we didn't really put m- much stakes on it, but you know, um, I think Yule is coming into this game in a really interesting position where he has been out of the survivor community, out of the public eye. Well, not completely out of the public eye with all the Facebook stuff, yeah. but. Uh, but he's like this guy's worked with like Obama. He worked for Facebook. He's now working for Google. Um, incredibly smart. And but that I'll, never translates directly to Survivor. No, being but, just but he has already smart. shown how it translates. Yes, <laughs> by winning. I think for some players it translates really well. Yeah. For others, it either makes them think they are smarter than others, and then yeah. they. So he's coming into this in an interesting position in the fact that he hasn't been in the community. And I think a lot of people think he hasn't even been watching, but he obviously mm-hmm. has. He was oh, in yeah. the interviews. He's dropping like survivor facts. Mm-hmm. Like he knows his stuff. He knows his seasons. Mm-hmm. He knows what's been happening. He knows how's the game, how the game has evolved. And he's smart enough to get into that mindset of this is not the exact same game he played before. Yes. Um, and he's, he's extremely personable, extremely smart. The pro- Of course, that's also a con that he does not know almost any of these people. He knows... Um, that is going to be a factor, yeah. but I don't know how, how big that factor is going to be. Like, for some people, they are going to try to play without those connections because they think that connection is going to be at the detriment of them trusting players that they know before because they are going into this game thinking of it as a game and they are going to think of the relationships that they know and trust before they come into the game that's not a relationship they can rely on in the game yeah so i think i don't think it's a disadvantage or advantage no it definitely isn't i think I think it will be a, a, a double-edged sword to have, um, you know, 
to have these maybe uh, people pre- will yeah pregame uh, connections. I think for Yule, I think it's going to be very interesting to see him try to create those relationships that all the other people seem to have. Um, I... Either people will like that no one has a connection with him, or people won't know him well enough to strategize with him or against him, so they will want him out because he's unpredictable. But they, yeah. but they of course have seen him play. Yeah, and he did play a loyal game. He did. He was loyal to the people. It's easy to be loyal to people that are blindly lo- loyal mm. to you. So, like. He had people that were less respected than him willing to follow him, which is nice. <laughs> like, it's easy to be loyal to those kinds of people. I think there are two different uh, situations he could run into. Either people will be, like, looking to him to be a loyal, you know, foot soldier. Like he mm. said, that's his strategy is to be a loyal foot soldier in the beginning. Let the egos take themselves, uh, take each other out, and then he can take over. That's That's... That's what he wants to do. But I also think there is a scenario where he comes in, people are trying to find the first few people to vote out. He's extremely smart. People know it. He yeah. talks like he's smart. Like he he he's so so good at verbalizing his thoughts, so good at communicating uh, like his thought process, his strategy, and at least in Cook Islands he did that willingly with a lot of people. And he says he wants to do that a bit less now. Like, n- don't be too vocal about all that he, all his strategy and, and and how he's thinking about the game. But people know that he is, and people might be scared of it. People might want to just take that variable out straight away. But most likely, I think people will want to work with him. Like, mm-hmm. he is nice. He is not aggressive. He's easy to work with, and not everybody here is easy to work with. That's my first pick. That's your first pick. Um, so I have the next two picks. I yeah. know exactly who my first you know one is. Exactly. I know exactly what my first one I is. I have no idea. I have. I don't know who my second will be, but I'll start with my first one. And, and it's Tyson. No, it's Kim Spradlin. It's Kim. Okay, that... 100% Kim Spradlin is my first pick. Hmm. What's your comment on that? My comment on that. So, I thought about this. I thought about... I did not see... Her season. Yeah. I do not know Kim. Yeah. But I do know how people talk about her. Yeah. You know how I talk about her. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, I mostly know how other people. Uh, yeah. I, I know that she is the person that she is not the the immediate target. She is not the most famous survivor player. Yeah. But she is so well respected, and her game is so well respected. And uh, I think I do not think the uh, players like uh, Sandra or Parvati or Boston Rob, I do not think that they will be voted out instantly. Yeah. I think some people will push for that, but. Uh, a lot of people will think these people have a huge target on their back. They can be taken out after a few tribals. Yeah. They can be used as shields. They can be used. And and people are so afraid to have the target on them that they're glad that somebody else takes it. Yeah. But then there's Kim. And she she does, of course, have a target on her back and a larger one than 
than uh, many of the other players. But she is in like that middle ground where so many people love her and and think she played the perfect game. The think she is the best survivor player, and they're gonna try to get her out. They yeah. do not think she has that target on her back like Rob or or Sandra or Parody or whoever. But she, they will still wander out. The thing is, the scenario <laughs> the scenario you're giving out is very possible, and I'm very uh, scared that it will happen. Um, but I would actually think that Kim is in the same boat as the people you mentioned. That mm-hmm. people will want to use her as a shield. Also, just maybe people like Kim. I like Kim. They like Kim. Everybody likes Kim. Of course, but because I haven't seen the season, I yeah. do not know exactly how but people interact. But everything you with said it. is one hundred percent correct, and that is a scenario that is possible. Like these people are all targets in their own way. There are very few people where I say can see like. There's no way they can be voted out first mm-hmm. for any reason. Um, there are people like that. Kim is not one of those people mm-hmm. that have... Like, people will want to target her. She is extremely good. In my opinion, without a doubt, the best player ever to play Survivor. Mm-hmm. People people talk about Kim as one of the best players ever. And I think now it's a lot just, oh, she dominated. Mm-hmm. But, like, watch the season again. She dominated and mm-hmm. in a like a manner that was so in, like it wasn't a boston rob like dictatorship style domination mm-hmm. it was more just she created escape routes from everything she had intellectual domination yeah she just had connections everywhere she had options everywhere just to give a few ones like in the beginning in the in the all women's tribe, she had an alliance pat down. Mm-hmm. She was not gonna be any anytime soon in trouble. In the swap tribe, she created new relationships with all the guys that were with her there. In the merge, she ha- then she had like the two uh, options: either to go with her swap tribe alliance or to go with the women again. Mm. She could choose that. She chose to go with the women. She got all the men out when people went out of line and they seemed to be wavering a bit she just took them out she took cat cat out when she seems to be susceptible to troisan's um you know uh, pitches mm-hmm. and in the end she had two routes she had two different alliances willing to go with her to the end um th- but there was one wrinkle it was tarzan he uh <laughs> he was trying to get himself get uh alicia to take take him of course alicia's best play would have been to go with Tarzan and Christina to the end. Because then Alicia would, would have probably won. But she was able to convince Alicia that Tarzan was double dealing. And she mm-hmm. just watched that scene again. It's incredible how she plays Alicia completely. Um, convinces her that Tarzan is this mastermind double dealer. While he's just this old kook in the corner in the water. And they even like cut to him just in the water. Just being being a like kooky old man and but she convinces alicia that this guy is the one that's controlling the whole game convincing her of everything gets tarzan out and then she's there in the in in the final stages with two options and she makes the extremely interesting option of taking probably the two bigger threats with her to the end but 
she took them because she had gotten a lot of blood on her hands and she didn't want more. If she would have taken even she bigger... Won't, she like, won't be able to make those moves no, in I, I'm, this game. And that's, I'm just, but she's still smart yeah. enough. I think she will be able to I adapt. just feel like these examples are not used enough. Like People don't go often enough into detail on how mm. good her game was. They just say he, she dominated. But these moves mm. are incredible strategic moves that are well thought out it's not just her natural ability to relate to people she's extremely smart when it comes to mm-hmm. just the d- dynamics the strategy of survivor and that's of course what that game was and of course she she had these ops a lot of what she could do was because she didn't play with the best players like this was one of the weaker casts but if you just watch these moments you can see the natural player in her. I don't think there is a better natural player of Survivor than Kim. Okay. I don't think I would... If I would like put my life on one player winning Survivor, I would put it on Kim. Mm-hmm. Like in a random season. Um, I think she if has the... Like if you put her in 100 seasons where they're all new players and she's a new player, she has the biggest... Uh, most amount of wins out of anyone who's played Survivor. And yes, she has a huge target on her back, but if there's anyone I believe overcoming that, I think it's Kim. I think she's And I hope it's Kim. Early. And that's your first and pick. And that's... So uh, what's your second pick? Yes, so that was my <laughs> huge rant on Kim. Not rant, just a whole diatribe of what I think about her. Well... My second pick, I really have to think about this. Um, but I'm not going to take too long like you did. Uh, <laughs> so. Sorry, I'm going to take a long time with each one of these because. Yeah, we didn't really think about this before we started. Uh, but I'm not going to. I take didn't too know long. how we were going to draft this, so I didn't. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't really warn you. <laughs> I just I just decided. Okay. Kim is out. This difficult. I can just see how any of these people are voting. Like you, you, you have a pen. I, I just have my mind. Yeah, I'll. I'll you, you'll see. Um. I am going to. I think I'm going to take the person you would take next, but I don't believe in them as much as you. So maybe I'll just let you take them. I. I'm you're, gonna take... you're thinking way ahead no. on this one. Okay. I'm, I don't know. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to take a person I really want to do well. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited that is here. I'm going to take Ethan. Mm. I'm going to take Ethan, winner of Survivor Africa. You're not pointing to the right person. Shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The, the guy that has... I think he's also going out <laughs> very early. These are exactly the two people I thought... These are the two people I would bet on going early. Why do you think Ethan is going out early? It's less of a of a it's less of an educated guess and more or well, I'm not educated. It's, all of this, this is it, educated. Well, this all of this for is For me it's less <laughs> uh, less of a guess than or it's less of a thought gone into it than with Kim. With yeah. Kim I have very clear thought with how which she would go. Yeah, yeah, and why? With Ethan, he just screams out to me to be that uh, 
that figure in in uh, in any of the, uh, any show that is like this uh, symbol for something. Yeah, and has this message, like I have gone through these things, but I am going to triumph. Yeah, and when he gets those first two or three confessionals where he talks a little bit about it. I think he's gonna go because I do not think I think he's just happy to be there and I think uh, maybe he will play it well that he is there like for for the uh, like he is there after everything he's gone through and, and he will use it to his advantage to have some sympathy or something but I just think people will also think uh, he he doesn't have the largest target on him, but he's really likable. But people won't think he can bring them to the end. But if they bring him to the end, he might win. So I I I don't know. It's more of a feeling. His yeah. the type of character he is and his story. I feel like that is a story. That is said in the first two or three episodes, and then he's gone. Like I think, what I think is, I think Ethan. Of course, he has the story, and it is a story that really, you know, it's a, it's it's a very inspirational story. But I don't think he's defined by that story, and I don't think he will define him by the, himself. He tried by that not story. defining it by the, it, himself. But by it's that story. such a known story. Like mm-hmm. in the community, everybody knows that Ethan was very close to not like being being alive. being alive anymore. Like around Heroes versus Villains, like the community was waiting for the news that he was gone. Mm-hmm. But now he's here. He's back in, on Survivor. It's crazy that he's here. Nobody ever thought he would even be able to pass a medical. Mm-hmm. And But I th- I think that what Ethan has going for him is he, he is extremely loyal. People believe he's loyal. Um, people believe that they he doesn't, you know, isn't going to insert himself too much into the game. He will follow you. Um, but what they don't, I think, un- understand with him, which is to his advantage, is that he has been watching all these years. Mm-hmm. He knows what's been happening. He's extremely smart. He's an extremely good talker. And I think that he's also underrated strategically. Yeah, in this, in the game that he won, he wasn't strategically brilliant, but he did have some novel thoughts that nobody had had. Like, mm-hmm. he did throw a challenge. He was the first guy to throw a challenge to get someone out. He um, he saw that one of his Alliance members was trying to recruit someone new into it when Lex was trying to recruit Brandon into the Alliance. And he, he, he put the kibosh on that. Like, he said, no, I want to get this guy out. Because I don't want you to have more power. So he had like this, these small ideas that really worked. But of course, he is, had, didn't have the most impressively strategic game. I just think he's very likable, very smart. I think his biggest problem, I think he'll go far. I think his biggest problem is the fact that he has this story. Everybody knows this story. Mm. I think people will be very scared to sit with him in the final. Yeah. Um, I just have like... I have the opposite of you. I just kind of have a good feeling about Ethan. I just kind of <laughs> feel like 
it's written in the stars that he does well, that this is a good story, it will end well. We have the opposite, yeah. But I, uh, I just don't see him going out early. But mm-hmm. this, after thinking about it a little bit more, I don't think it's a great winner pick. Uh, but I did get Kim, and that's really all <laughs> I wanted. You you have the feeling he's going to get far because of his story. Not not, be- not because yeah, of his story. Because of his, of his history in Survivor. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that he's that he played last time such a long time ago mm-hmm. um and in the game he won he was just a stand-up guy who was loyal and that's what people people will be desperate for people to trust in this game mm-hmm. so people like ethan and some other people we'll talk about later I there think... are just these few people in the season that are known to be loyal and not too aggressive and those people will have lines i, to I think people will think so so far ahead that they're not gonna trust the trusty people, but I have the feeling he <laughs> he he his story will be his to his detriment to yeah. his downfall to to his disadvantage. Well, uh, so who are your who next two? Picks? My next two picks. So I'm gonna do a weird one. I am. I'm currently probably gonna my 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 third pick will probably be a smart one but my second pick might be a smart one but Mackenzie no Mackenzie Michelle Michelle <laughs> who's Mackenzie Mackenzie is not a person on the scenes I think there has never been a person named Mackenzie on server there has no. never been a person named Mackenzie uh, Michelle I think you should probably have the notebook of the names and not me <laughs> now that now that I'm no, thinking I have about it. the names in front of me I just uh but yeah, but Michelle. Michelle Fitzgerald. I I th- I have the feeling that either she is gonna be a complete non-player, or she is gonna get super far, which is probably a feeling many people have for so many people in here. But with Mackenzie, uh, she does Please, not have with <laughs> with Michelle. Yes, that, that, is, that is her name. No survivor named Mackenzie. Just remember, we are experts. We are experts. Michelle. Yes. With Michelle, I think she is gonna get far. I have just that feeling. And because she is, she is one of the few players you can still underestimate. She's yeah, still, definitely. So, and I think that is an advantage in this game. And she is very charming in, uh, in an odd way. Be- maybe just for me because of her accent. I'm not used to uh, Jersey accent, so I, f- I find it like uh, uh, annoyingly charming. So, <laughs> so I think, at least f- for me, I think she would get far. Yeah, I, I think, I think. Uh... I don't think she's weirdly charming. I think she's just generally charming to anyone. That that was her strength. It's just the Jersey accent <laughs> for me. It it was she. That's the, why she was successful the first time around. She she was charming. Um, she is one of those people that will be underestimated. Maybe not underestimated, but just like you're not going for Michelle in the beginning. Mm-hmm. She is a person that was loyal, but. Like, she did not have the most impressive game that has been yeah. played in Survivor. 
Um, I really enjoyed Michelle, but like, I mean, Mackenzie. I, I also, I caught on to the winner edit very early, like a lot of people did. So, oh yeah, I, I actually did the opposite of a lot of other people. You ruined is, that season for me. Yeah, I did. The thing is, a lot of people started rooting against her because they saw the winner's edit. Mm-hmm. They thought, like, oh, we, we don't want this to be obvious, especially when Aubrey started to get mm-hmm. further and further and further, yeah. and she actually got to the end with her. Yeah. People were like, this is ridiculous. Like, this girl beat Aubrey, a person that was extremely impressive. I thought the op- I was like, they're giving Michelle a lot of content. This is a character type that we very rarely see a mm-hmm. lot from and i was really interested to see how she would win and i thought she was very impressive in a lot of aspects um especially in the social game she she made connections very easily when she when she got on the bottom she did something interesting that i think a lot of people don't do is instead of going to the other people on the bottom or some other people that that didn't have much power and mm-hmm. say, okay, let's flip on the people on top. She went and befriended the people on top. Mm-hmm. Befriended the people of power who took her further. And then she was able to use her ability and challenges to get further. I yeah. think she's a player that didn't play the most impressive game. But that does not mean she's not a good player. Mm-hmm. I think she has qualities in her. I think she has the ability to play a really good game. And she's one of the f- players that still has something to prove. Yeah, definitely. And, and that is a drive. Yeah. Some of these players don't really... They have proved themselves. Yeah. And they would like to prove themselves even more. Some players uh, really want to prove themselves again, even though they have already. But she has something to prove. Yeah. And, and she's she's older now. She was very young when she played the first time, when she won. And I just think that... If there's anyone that has been, that is just desperate to show the world that she is good at this game, it's Michelle, and I think she might she... be an extremely big character in the season. She what, like you can't take away from Michelle. She was a good character, like maybe not the best player ever, but she was great in confessionals. She she is very charismatic. She's interesting. And I think she will do very well. I think mm-hmm. she will be able to go up to people like Kim or Parvati or or people like that and say, like, I idolized you. You are an inspiration to me. Please take me under your wing. They will. They will put their guard down. And I think Michelle is ready to cut those ties. And she might be a surprising giant killer in this game. I think she will. Um, I think people will put their guard down with her. Because she will be one of the few people that people will feel like that they can around her. Because you can't put put your guard down around people like Tyson or Kim or Sandra mm-hmm. or Boston Rob. Like these people, you you have to be on your toes. So people will be looking to people like Michelle to be able to put their guard down for just a second, relax a little bit. And they won't be expecting when Michelle cuts their throat. I'm just ripping apart your picks. And you're... <laughs> and well, I'm just excited about any everyone mm-hmm. here. Michelle would have been... Like, she was up there for me. Like, I would have picked her soon. So, yeah. I think it's a great pick. And I think you should make your third. My third pick. My third pick would probably be... I'm mostly going off 
like who I feel will get far and I feel that Sarah will get far I think she has the drive she might rub people off the wrong way but I think she's really smart she can read people really well I think and I don't know I think I think she she's confident and but but not arrogant I think she will get far this is when I'll bash your pick <laughs> Sarah yeah Sarah is an extremely good player she played a great game in game Come changers on. say it to me bash my pick no I, I think <laughs> like she played a great game in game changers but she played a game that will make no one trust her she she flip-flopped on everybody mm. she made everybody feel like they were her friend and then slit their throats she she was like she said it she came into the first game like a cop. She went into the second one as a criminal. Mm -hmm. And she made that her catchphrase. And mm -hmm. everybody knows it. And everybody will be scared that that's what she'll be again. Like, and, and these people are all in the community. And there were people generally hurt with her after the last season. Like, people were very hurt. That they felt like she made a genuine connection with them. But it w they felt like it wasn't genuine. Obviously, like she is saying now uh, that, on that the war, of course. But people, people won't trust her at all. On that, I think people won't be trusting connections this game. I do not think they will be trusting connections they had before the game. I do not think they will be trusting the connections they have in the game. But people have. A much better reason to pl blindside this game. They have much better re reason to make big moves if they are, if they want to get the, if if they want to get the notoriety of of making big moves and be so be respected. So I don't, I don't think that's as big as of of an, a disadvantage that people think it will be. I think. I think people will trust her as easily as they will trust many other people. Of course, there are people like Yule and like Wendell, who are yeah. nice, nice guys. And who more can you trust? What more people can you trust? Like Ethan, like Elton John. Yeah, Ethan's on. And I, I just, I have a feeling she will find her place in the game, even though she might rub some people off the wrong way. The thing is, I just don't feel like she will get the rope to get any further. I think, I think Sandra's in the position you were talking about with Kim earlier. I think she is the one that is not enough of a target to be a shield, but just untrustworthy enough to be voted out early like Maybe. like the, th the thing is and there's some of <laughs> the information that i have that you don't is like uh you've seen her seasons 
Well, you see, you saw <laughs> one of them. Uh, you saw the one where Which she one? was not good. Which the, one? The, the one Tony one, Kagayan. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you haven't seen is uh, Dalton Ross, one of the one of the uh, Survivor press, um, who was out there. He made everybody. Like, he asked everybody who they would vote out first mm-hmm. and has been posting that on his Instagram. And the name who's come up most is Sarah's name. And I think the reason for it is she's a recent winner who was scary good. She was so good and so untrustworthy. and But she's not one of those big names where you can hide behind her. I think everybody's thinking that way in the fact that it's like, uh, you know, she's so good. But I can't hide behind her because she's just not a big mm-hmm. enough name to be hit behind. If she gets some legs and people actually trust her, of course, she has the ability to to play a great game. And I know a lot of people don't like her uh, as a winner because she wasn't the most exciting. But mm-hmm. like how she played the game was extremely impressive. And she got one over on a lot of people that were very impressive, like uh, like Sri, like Andrea, like... Uh, Sierra Don Thomas was the best player ever. No, but <laughs> like she, she was great. She played a great game. However, I just don't think they will allow her to do it again. And I well, don't, <laughs> I don't think she, she sees that. I think she's coming in with a big ego, not understanding how big the target is on her. So I don't. She's th- one of the players. My feeling, yeah, is opposite to logic. So. I can't really <laughs> defend it more, but I am going to stick with it. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. I can take it back no, or not. No, you can't take it back. <laughs> no. But I, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would stick with... I would, I, I would stick with Sarah. Okay. So, time for my next two picks. Your next two... Uh, hopefully, they won't be as bad as the... Like... As the first two. You huh. never know. She might <laughs> do stuff, but... Yeah. I don't have... A lot of faith in Sarah doing well this season. So my next pick is, I think I'm pretty sure about this one. I felt really good about Parvati preseason. Parvati, damn it. She was, well, okay. I'm not, (laughs) (laughs) you look disappointed. Um, Parvati, it has always been, she is Parvati or Parvati. Yeah. Your pick. Why did you pick? No, I just feel the thing is, Parvati has this. Of course, she she's one of the most famous survivors players. She's regarded as one of the best. She mm-hmm. has. She she has a reputation that I feel is very different from who she actually is. Mm-hmm. But that does not mean she's not a good player. She's just differently good than people think. She's one of the mothers. Yeah, she is. There one are of a the lot mo- of mothers. Yes, and that will I'm help not her against the mothers. A lot of parents just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that will help her just in relating to people. Mm-hmm. I think she, what her strengths are that she is extremely charming. She draws people in. Mm-hmm. She has a good strategic mind. She has a lot of experience in Survivor to this point. She has played from the top. She's played from the bottom. She she really knows how to play this game. Of course, she's played it so many times. But, of course, the drawback with Parvati is the same reason she she is very a very good player people will be threatened by her but i think that a lot of people are excited to play with her i think people like michelle kim even boston rob like a lot of people i think look at her as the target to play with 
Sure. Um, because, of course, like, if you actually look at her game, like, yeah, she's backstabbed people and blindsided people, but most of the time she also picks people to work with and she goes with them to the end. She is a loyal player to an extent. She went with Russell to the end. She was going to go with Danielle to the end. Um, in Micronesia, she took Sari and Amanda all the way to the end. Um, even Natalie and Alexis, which she picked up at the swap, she she took far. Mm-hmm. And even in Cook Islands, like she was loyal to her people. And this thing that people are always talking about her, like, uh, she's the flirt. Like, yeah, in the in her first season, she was, and to an extent, in her second, like that's a an aspect to her that a part of her personality. She is flirty, but a lot of it's just charm. She's just a charming mm-hmm. person. She's an engaging person. She she's good in conversation. She listens, and and she's very present with people. And that's why, that's why Michelle is my poverty. Yeah, because poverty is charming she is charming in a in a uh, in an ordinary way or in a uh, in a typical way yeah. she's not uh, and i think that's what michelle has that poverty doesn't is she is yeah she poverty is conventionally charming yeah and people generally don't trust that as much as unconventional charm because it's like it's a salesman's charm she's a smooth talker and people just get that icky feeling with that and they they of course she has ways around that she isn't just the salesman smooth talker but people will get a bit of that feeling when they deal with her and i think she in a tribe she would be one of the first to go if they had to vote someone out of that tribe. I just think that from what I've heard, I think a lot of people aren't targeting the big targets. I think they want to yeah, align with I the agree. big targets. Um, but some of the big targets will go early. And just looking at her tribe, like I feel like there are people on her tribe. I think Ethan will be willing to work with her. I think uh, Jeremy is always talking about the meat shields. Um <laughs> So he wants people with targets on them, like uh, Parvati, to be uh, to work with them. Rob definitely will want to work with Parvati because she's one of the few people with a target as big as yeah. his on the tribe. I think a person like Adam would be wanting to be in an alliance you... with those people because he wants to be like looked at as like this little kid that just wants to be along for the ride. So he will want to be part of that alliance. So that's already at least half the tribe that wants to work with her but do will they want to work for with her for long is that's my, the is question my, and i just feel like a player with parvati's ability if you give her an in she will take a mile she will like she, if she just gets her claws into the game i think she can get far i'm I, like when i look at my board i have <laughs> I have p- like big targets, and I think it's, I think it's wishful thinking that any of these people I've picked actually win the season. Mm. But I just feel like these are players I have a lot of belief in. I I, I would bet uh, bet on them in any 
season just through their pure ability for the game. But I thought it was interesting to think when you were talking about who would work with Parvati. Do do you think there will be a big name tribe? Like, do you think Parvati and Boston Rob will align because they have the biggest targets on them? Like, I think they'll have to. Like, I don't think I think these people who has targets on their back like them in the, in the blue tribe. Does anyone has as big of a target on them as Parvati and and Boston Rob? No, I don't think so. I think those those are the two biggest targets. I just think that other people will look at those people as... I think everybody is coming into this game with the same idea, thinking that nobody else has that idea. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the people are coming into this game being like, like everybody's going to be targeting Rob and Sandra and Parvati and all those people, but I'm not. I'm going to work if, with them, if we and are... I'm going to keep them as targets. But I think a lot of people are thinking that, and I don't think they're realizing other... But they might realize it soon after they come into the game. Or I think many of them have also realized it before, because there are a lot of really smart players. And I yeah. think they have uh, thought, like the first thought of, well, yes, they are... Uh, they are big targets, then why would I vote them out first? And then think, what are the other players thinking? They are probably thinking the same thing. Yeah. So I think a lot of people are thinking steps ahead. I think we might... With that. I think we might... Like, I think a likely scenario will be that in the beginning, some people with lower targets will go out because mm-hmm. people will be working with the targets, but in the middle game, like... After like post swaps, early merge, uh, early merge, then the targets will start to be targeted, and we mm-hmm. might see like in the end we might see like some of the like I think it will be like <laughs> split in that way. Like in the beginning, some lower like untrustworthy lower target people will be targeted. Mm-hmm. In the middle, it will be the targets, and in the end, it it might be like people with smaller targets, but still that were kind of trustworthy. Bet. That, but I think if the blue tribe loses, it's Ethan who's gonna be a r- real big target out, and if the red tribe loses, it's gonna be Kim. I I I I could see Kim. I don't see Ethan. But talking like talking about poverty, I just maybe think, Jeremy. I just think that poverty. Will will I just believe that she might be one of the few targets that can get further? Mm-hmm. At, there, someone. I think she's like, your best pick so far. Like, there are three people that have to be in the end. So <laughs> I just feel like there will be surprising people that go far. I think mm-hmm. one of the people that have a big target on their back will get their claws in and go for far. And yeah, I picked both Kim and Parvati. I don't know if both of them will go far, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of betting they, maybe. that maybe one of them will. But okay, I think I. But I, as well, like you were saying, I think I think the targets will want to align with each other. I think they might for a few votes, but like we saw in Game Changers, like the big targets will start to not trust each, start to not mm-hmm. tr- trust each other at a certain point. Of course, in Game Changers, those were Sandra and Tony, two of the most volatile winners ever. Mm-hmm. So that happened very quickly. But I think it will always happen at some point. But 
Okay, I have to... I'm thinking about my next two picks right now. But I, I have to pick one person first. Oh, yeah, you just yeah. picked one person. I just picked poverty. Okay. Damn it. I'm, I'm thinking way ahead. Next pick... I haven't really, like... I haven't thought everything through. Yeah, your next pick, sorry. So... I'm always just so tempted to just pick the people I want to do well. Just so I have that rooting rooting interest. Um, but I feel like I should pick this person. I wanted to pick them in the beginning, but I felt like maybe you would pick them soon. and Maybe I should just let them fall to you. Are you talking about Tyson? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to pick him now. I knew you thought I would pick Tyson. I'm not going to pick Tyson. I'm going to pick Tyson. I might pick Tyson. I don't know. I'm going to pick Tyson, and this is... Oh, well, I won't now. My reason for picking Tyson is uh, just... I just feel like he has good connections within uh, within just the season in general. He has a lot of... He has some friends in the in the community. He is... He's kind of a guy that can, like, get above awkwardness and get up, like, get, like, like, cut tension. Like, he can mm-hmm. cut through tension so easily mm-hmm. and just be with someone in that moment mm-hmm. and that's a rare ability and just like cutting the bullshit and just being there mm-hmm. and i think even though people know he's devious he's still kind of like that like like that friend devious guy like like oh that's just tyson like mm-hmm. people will yeah, think like he's devious but but he's my friend mm-hmm. and but i think he's will that work on the winners though i think People will underestimate how far he will go. Has anyone here played actually with Tyson? Yeah, a lot of the people have played with Tyson. They have played with yeah, Tyson. Yeah, yeah. Sandra played with Tyson. Um, Boston Rob played with Tyson. Parvati played with Tyson. So, But uh, of... I don't... Yeah, they have played with a lot of people. But I mean, like... That's... Uh, many of them have played with each other. But I'm, I mean, No, like, but out, just outside the, the game, he has... Fr- like... Like, he has gone to events, he's played poker with yeah. some of these people, like, just general, in general, he has some connections, and I just think he, he's an extremely smart then... guy, and people underestimate how much he's thinking, like, how far he'll go. I think he is willing to cut anyone at any moment, and I think he, he's gonna do this with a smile, and I mm-hmm. think he's one of those people that, like... You will say like, "Oh yeah, Tyson got me, and I'm okay with it." Like, "Oh, he's he's still funny." Like, he 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 can pull off blindsiding someone he knows because they mm-hmm. will be like, "Oh yeah, it's Tyson." I, I think anyone here could pull off blindsiding someone they know. Yeah, because I... they are going into the game knowing that you're you, this this is the game of games. You're not gonna lose it because you had sentimental uh, connections with someone. So yeah, so but yeah, I I don't have like a I think a people know about Tyson like he played a good game in Blood versus Water mm-hmm. but like he's also made a lot of mistakes in his in his survivor uh just career in general so mm-hmm. but i think i think just he's a solid pick he has everything he's he's mm-hmm. good socially he has a very good strategic mind and he's been sharpening his <laughs> like his skill set while afterwards like yeah. he's he's playing a lot of poker he's actually like a tournament caliber poker player now mm-hmm. and i just think he's ready and i think like he has never he's had ready yeah i th- I just think he, i think he's i think he's ready some players i don't feel like are completely ready for this tyson he is at least very confident going into this yeah 
he he is going in he's going to have fun and he is going to play the game i think he's as good as a lot of the players with big targets but i think he still doesn't have the same same target i think mm-hmm. he will i just don't think he 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 doesn't exude he is the aura of a target like he doesn't yeah. have the target energy he has like <laughs> he has like the class clown energy mm-hmm. but the class clown was willing to slit your throat <laughs> and i don't think people I, I think people will always have him as a thought, mm-hmm. as one of the options, but I don't think he will, in the beginning, be the top option. Mm-hmm. He's very competent in the challenges, and he's fun to have around. So I just think that he will be fine in the beginning, mm-hmm. and I think he has the ability to do well later in the game. I feel like the opposite of Tyson is Sophie. So is that your pick? no. Nah. What's your next pick? No, I just wanted to say, like... <laughs> How is she the opposite of... He is so ready. And he, he, he he's playing pre-game and he, he, he's ready to cut throats. And, and then Sophie, she's just like... She's just going in and she's just going to see what happens. And, and she's... I'm not saying she's going to play a bad game, but she's like... Uh, yeah, I, I think she's kind of just, he, uh, he she's kind of going in kind of innocent into this game. And I don't know, I got the opposite vibe from them. But both players that I think, uh, I don't know, I think that's, a, that's an in- interesting take. I, I don't, like, I, I think they're all very prepared, but I, I understand what you're saying, like, uh, Oh yeah, of course they're all prepared. They're they're but yeah, she... for that two million dollars. But but for that, I I I feel like Sophia has the opposite energy. I feel yeah, like she doesn't... if if I knew them before the game, I would be thinking about Tyson. Yeah. In in either a good or bad light, like either I want to work with him, or I don't. I really don't. But you're just generally not thinking about Sophie. Yeah, like I don't think many people are thinking about Sophie. Yeah, but I don't think she will necessarily go far because of. Maybe it. we should talk about Sophie when she's picked. Are you picking Sophie? I'm not picking Sophie. Who are you gonna because pick? Because of those reasons, I, I am. I was thinking of picking uh, Jeremy, but I kind of just want to pick Sandra. Because is that your pick? Yeah, I'm gonna pick Sandra because you're absolutely crazy. Because she, she, she's Sandra. She's one of the players that I. It would be fun that she would go far, and it would be it would crazy be if she would win. And it's not. She, she, she's she knows. I I don't know. I I think she, she's in that situation where she has, such a big target on her back that it might work in her favor i don't like, know and she she but she also recognizes that everyone else has a target on their their back i feel like she is thinking ahead and i think people going in have such high well many people have the thought that they are a great survivor player and haven't been challenged in this way but i think 
Sandra has what it takes to cut through that and to to still be smart in this. And of course, she has the biggest obstacle. She has won twice. People are not going to let her win the third time. And I don't necessarily think she's going to win the third time. Then why are you picking her fourth in a must-win draft? Because... When you have other people that you might I have another pick. I have another pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing with Sandra is I could see her going far. I cannot see her in the end. Because just nobody's letting her go there. I think if she gets to the end, people will vote for her. They will be like, how the hell did Sandra get here? She's won twice, but you still let her here? We're going to we're gonna let her win. We're going to vote for her. But I just think that there's no way she'll ever get there. Even if she gets all the way to Final Four and goes to the Fire Challenge, is she going to beat, beat anyone in Fire? Maybe. Probably not. Like... She, like, I don't she, care she is, about the fire making. I know it matters, but like, she, she, she can go far, but she's so easy to pick up. At some point, people will be like, "Sandra's still here. Let's get her out." <laughs> like at some point, always, there can be other bigger targets, and I, she has the chops to divert the attention off of her. I think she can to a even point. with these smart players because she is playing against people who are in many act- aspects uh, predictable not not very predictable but they have they have their game and they have their motives and she she is smart enough that she can play them she I she, think that but she Sandra like she might go far but I I just can't cannot see her winning if she gets to the final three then she's probably winning she i don't even think she would win in the final three i think a lot of people would think she has gotten two million dollars should we give her another two million dollars i think people would be in awe of the fact that she's and that because she's also really well respected by most i just think people will be like how how did this happen? How did we, 20 winners, mm-hmm. let this person get to the end? And everybody will be cognizant cognizant of that fact mm-hmm. all throughout the game. And at some point, they will all look around and they will say, how the hell is Sandra still here? Let's mm-hmm. get her out. We We cannot let what has happened twice before, people just overlooking Sandra... We cannot let that happen this time. These are all winners. Somebody will think that at some point. At least the majority of people at one point will agree to the fact that Sandra cannot stay any longer and it will happen. But, Mm -hmm. you know, interesting pick. (laughs) (laughs) So now... Interesting. So, yes. uh, with your last two picks, you have picked Sarah and Sandra. So will you be able to top those two picks with your next pick? (laughs) I'm comp- okay. I'm going off a feeling, and well, I said Jeremy, but I don't feel Jeremy. I this is getting harder the long uh, longer we go, and we haven't gotten very far. Like I kind of wanna uh, just ha- pick a random pick like uh, Tyrell Wellick. What you you. You can't just say a random name that is not a part of this. You know who I'm talking about. 
I don't. Tyrell Welk. Are you thinking about Nick? Yeah. He yeah. is Tyrell Welk. I don't think that's Do a reference that everybody haircut? will... I don't think everybody Google, will understand that reference. Google yeah. Tyrell Welk. You will, <laughs> you will see. <laughs> but well, okay. yeah, I actually see uh, it now that you say it. He, he has that... So, Swedish smile. So, are you picking him, or are you just going to continue naming random people and not? I'm just going to continue, uh, continue letting me know. Because I don't know. I'm thinking out loud order. here. I'm thinking out loud. This isn't a competition for me. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, but, but maybe I'm throwing you off because I know this is a competition and I want to win. Just pick someone. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm like trying to get some guys in. I'm, I'm... Yeah, it's interesting. Only two guys have been picked to this point. So there are only there are eight guys left, but there are only a few women left. I think there, there are, are a lot of there are five women left. Openly arrogant men, but there are also a lot of arrogant women here. I don't really. Yeah. Uh, uh. Hmm. Hmm. Entertainment for the ages, folks. Well, I don't want to pick randomly. So. This is extremely exciting. Thank you. The pressure helps. Yeah, it does. Well, while you pick, I'll recap the teams. So to this point, I have picked Kim, Ethan, Parvati, and Tyson. And Bregi, you have picked Yule, Michelle, good picks. Mm-hmm. And then we fell off a cliff with Sarah and Sandra. Mm-hmm. And you have one pick left. Have you chosen? Go with your gut, man. I have no gut right now. You have no gut? Well, yet, Denise. Denise? I kind of, I kind of second guessed my uh, my pick. Is just that your because, final uh, final answer? Yeah, I kind of second guessed it because because there are. What have I picked? One guy. Yeah, one guy. Yule. That's your first pick was Yule. That's your so I was kind of just like trying to go over the guys, see see, who I would maybe pick, and it was, but Denise. Yes. She just, she gives off a good vibe. Yeah. She's, she she give, and she, she's nice and smart, and like respectable. So yeah, I I, I have, don't have a lot a lot to say. I just she she gives that feeling that she might go far, and and people won't be gunning for her, and people won't be not want people won't, will want to work with her. So. Yeah, she she kind of gives up that you vibe. Yeah, I I think Denise will be in any majority alliance. Mm-hmm. Everybody will be willing and wanting to work with Denise. She's so very trustworthy. She mm-hmm. has really almost never backstabbed anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when she voted out Malcolm in the end of the Philippines, it was basically just because Malcolm was an idiot and and didn't really give her a straight answer. Because he was trying to backstab her. Mm-hmm. So, she is just very trustworthy, very solid, extremely smart, extremely good at creating relationships. She is a therapist. So, 
she just she she can she really knows how to interact with people. She is in great shape for her age. Age. Mm. She will not be a detriment in any challenge. Yeah. Um. One of the strongest females out there. So. I think it's a great pick. My one caveat with Denise is I can see a scenario where she gets to the end by being loyal, yeah. not doing too much, and getting there, and it. there's just someone yeah. that did a bit more than her. And she won't just get the votes because last time like she was against he who shall not be named, Scoopin, <laughs> and Lisa Welchel. Like, two people who just weren't respected, and she was. Like, she will always be respected by the jury. The the, the thing is just, I can see, it's hard to see a scenario where there won't be three yeah. great people in the end. Like, everybody here is her, a great player. I don't see her as much of a winner. Yeah. But I think she'll have the game that works in this season. She's one of those people that I think are one of the most likely people to be there in the final three mm-hmm. in this season. I mm-hmm. think she it's extremely like she's she has one of the biggest chances to be there in the end. I Isn't think, that good enough in this draft? Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, just getting there is a yeah. huge thing. Mm-hmm. Like I think this is a much better pick than someone like Sandra or Sarah would think were, are very unlikely to get there. They're wild card picks. I I will I will admit yeah. they but are, but they are more likely only to win off of feeling. And Denise also, she is off a of feeling, but yeah. but of course, uh, and, and yeah, I did hesitate more with with Denise because she is a more she. Is, I had to think like is is she really the the good pick with, while with Sandra and Sarah. I knew straight away that if I wouldn't say Sandra or Sarah right away, then I would hesitate for yeah. a really long time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's, of course, great entertainment um, to hear you think. Um, but, you can yeah, hear, you I can think, hear I the think, noise. Yeah, I can hear the noise. Um, the but, yeah, I, th- I, think Denise, I think Denise is a great pick in just the fact that, like, she will, she's very likely to get there, and she's very likely to get far, and she is a person that, has the ability to just get people to trust her to just be extremely solid and if she can make a move or two that's enough i think for a person mm. like denise i think she doesn't have to convince people that she's a respectable person to vote for yeah i think all that she has to convince people is did she play the game very actively mm-hmm. if she can and she's a great talker she could also just convince people to say Hey, I didn't have to do all those moves. Mm-hmm. And I think the winners will respect that. I think a lot of these winners are people that won by not making too many moves, but just by, you know, you know, being respectable, being, um, you know, just getting through on their social game. And I think a lot of people are willing to reward that in this season. So I think Denise is a good pick. Yeah. I, I, I think it's a really good pick. I think it's my turn now. And I... Yeah. How far are we gone? How many picks do I have? Five. So you you six. picked you picked five people. Five people. So it's your fifth four. and six. Uh, the cat has attacked yet again, and yeah, we only have four women left, and we have eight men left. So I think that we we see a pattern here. I think mm-hmm. we have a bit more belief in the women in the season, and I think that's correct. I I, I myself think this this will this season will be won by a woman. I think. It's very likely, 
Um, and I just look at the men left and I think I, I, I have belief in some of them, mm-hmm. but some I have a difficulty with. But I am thinking of possibly taking at least one guy in general <laughs> <laughs> now. Uh-huh. I think. Oh, no. I uh, We have seven guys left. I didn't cross out Tyson. Mm-hmm. Seven guys and my, and, and my uh, pen doesn't work anymore. And five, and f- and and four women, four gals, five gals. So, I will pick Wendell Holland. Wendell. Wendell. Yes. I just think Wendell is. He's cute. He's just. He's he's extremely he's nice. He's extremely good socially. He's very smart. He's good with his hands. He's handy. On good the with island. his hands. Yeah, good with his <laughs> Like, literally, he builds things for a living. Yeah. Like, he has a he has a company, like, building company. Like, mm-hmm. he builds furniture. So, and I think, like, in his last season, he was kind of overshadowed, overshadowed by his partner, <laughs> who, who almost won the season against mm-hmm. him. He also has that, like, how I look at Wendell is, like, oh, he, like, dominated his season with his partner, like, the partner, mm-hmm. like, his alliance partner. And they got all the way to the end. And they were so good, both of them, that they even tied in the final. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. I think some people look at it as, like, he was nice, but Dominic was the real player. Mm. And he tied with him, and then he was lucky that he had, like, the third person with him in the final three was just a bit more friend, like, a bigger friend with Wendell mm-hmm. than he was with Dom. But I think... Wendell has more game in, game in him than he showed. I think he can play from the bottom. Yeah, I think probably. He, I think he will be brought into alliances. I think he people look at him as a trustworthy guy, um, and I just I just think he's so solid in every aspect and not too threatening. So I just think mm-hmm. he will get far, and from there, I think he has the ability to you know get even further. He's found idols. He's won challenges. I think he I think he's a sneaky pick here, and. I just think he has the ability to go for. It. I don't think there's a lot to be said about Wendell. I I haven't even been like particularly impressed with his pregame interviews. Like it's just I he's, think he's he has great meta. Like he has a great meta game. Mm-hmm. And some people just don't. I think he does. So that is my first pick here. Do you have yeah. an opinion on Wendell or should we I I, I just basically agree. I I agree. He's he's a uh... Cute guy. <laughs> sure. I don't know. He's. Uh, I just agree. Good. Good. Good point. So. My next pick. I think I'm going back to the women's side. <laughs> because I'm 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 choosing between two people. One of them is the one I want to pick, and one is mm-hmm. the one I think I should pick. So. The one I'm, but I'm going to pick the one I want to pick because that's just how I roll. Mm-hmm. You know how I roll. You know, roll a lot. This time I'm rolling towards Sophie. I really like Sophie. That's my pick. Were you scared when I started talking about her that I would? No, no. It was just weird that you were talking about so many people you weren't picking. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, I'm picking Sophie. I think she's. I think she has one of the best minds for survivor uh, but like 
after the game, she she has, you know, in every podcast or interview I hear of her, I just feel like she has such good points on Survivor. I think she has a great perspective when it comes to Survivor. She really understands how Survivor works. And, like, she was the person who first, at least I heard, talking about, like, it doesn't really matter the game you play, but the story you tell. Not a lot of people did talk about the game that way until she did. Um, And now it's like the thing people talk about. Like, it doesn't really matter in the end that you have, like, this huge huge resume. It more matters, like, do you have the story of why you should win? Mm -hmm. Like, this was my story throughout the game. Is Having a compelling story, that means the most. And she was the first to really articulate that point. And But, of course, she has that what I call pundit uh, syndrome. Like, she... Pundit. Pundit. Like, people that talk about stuff that not always are they the best at implementing it. Like, Mm -hmm. um, and this will lose a lot of people this reference. But, uh, like, the best point of this was there's this pundit about football. He is one of the most respected pundits. uh, What is a pundit? Pundit is just a person that talks about something, like a okay. podcaster that talks about survivors, a pundit, a person on TV talking about okay. football is a pundit. So, and, okay, this guy, he's called Gary Neville. He is <laughs> one one of the, like, most, was one of the most respected pundits uh, on British TV about uh, football. He really, like, uh, tactically, he was really good at breaking down uh, matches. Then he got, like, this big job at a huge mm-hmm. club in Spain. And he totally flopped. Yep. And I think it's because he could not implement and manage a team to do what he wanted tactically. And it's the same... I so you th- think I- Sophie is Gary Neville of Survivor? Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I think it's possible. The thing with Sophie is she really knows Survivor. She really knows the mm-hmm. game. But does she, does she have the capability of, of garnering the social capital to make the moves she wants mm-hmm. like i think she'll know what moves are best to make but will she have the power will she be able to cultivate the relationships to make those moves that's the question because she has changed so much since she played when she played in south pacific she got this got this alliance with uh with coach and uh, albert and all those guys and she could write that to the end and she was a, she was paramount in and keeping that alliance together mm-hmm. and making that happen, but that is a very particular strategy that will not be, it will just not be a viable one in this one. And I think she will know that. I think she has the capability of being extremely social and 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 like, uh, well, maybe not extremely social, but like, she she's a character and people will like her. Like I think people are already wanting to work with her, and she's very particular. But I think like in a very endearing way, she's like an endearing like dork. And I think people will like it. I think people will want to align with her. And I think she's smart enough to get there. But if, like I said, I think she might have this Achilles heel that some pundits have. Like, she really knows how. But, of course, she is already a winner. But uh, but she she can't play that winning game now. She understands mm-hmm. that. But will she be able to play a more modern style game? Yeah, that is the I, question. I, but I... I do believe that she could that's why i'm picking her here but i don't believe enough to have picked her sooner (laughs) yeah as you heard before i was talking about her and i was 
I was thinking about picking her, yeah. but but no, no, and not not not. I might have picked her later, but she she's definitely not one of my first picks. Um, yeah, yeah, fine like, pick, okay pick. Yeah, like like she said in her like interviews and stuff like that. She is an introvert. She isn't an extremely social person, and of course that is difficult in Survivor. Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a hurdle that not all of these people have to have to get past but i just believe she's smart enough and knows the game enough and is passionate enough to really get through and of course like uh, she knows some of these people she doesn't have the same connections as a lot of people so but i i'm just really interested in seeing how sophie plays we didn't really see a lot of her in the first season but she's been pretty prominent in the survivor community afterwards and she's really shown uh, an ability and an understanding of the game, and I, I'm I'm excited to see what she can do or if she can implement that knowledge. But yeah, Sophie. that's Sophie. That's what? Sophie. Who are your next? My next two, two picks. Picks. My next two picks. So I am going to pick. I think I'm just gonna go with kind of a fun pick. And because I've picked the people I've thought about, I've picked the people I have gotten the initial feeling for. But I'm gonna pick Adam. Adam? He's just. He's just. It would be fun to see him win. He is. Sorry about that. He is just a fun. Pick. I don't know. He's he's a fun guy. No know, knows a lot about the game. He is a super fan. He embodies the super fan. He and I think he 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 knows the other players maybe better than many others know the other players. But I I don't think he has the chops. The the necessarily has the game to win. But I think he has the knowledge to win. And I think he might use that well. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. He's he's a fun guy. He might just... People might just like having him around. And he is young, so people won't see him as too big of a target. And... But there is the aspect. This one thing I want to bring up is... A lot of the... Both old school and some of the new school players were talking about how the game has changed and I've thought about that especially the old players thinking uh, not old game uh, old school players that are thinking how do I have to adapt yeah to the new school but uh, and I think that I have more uh, I, I, I think the newer players or at least the players that aren't worrying about it as much will fare better because old school players who are trying to play faster than they know yeah trying uh, of course think thinking about new things like idols and stuff and maybe being a little more proactive in searching for idols uh, and stuff like that will be an advantage but in general i don't think the old school players who will be trying to play faster will succeed yeah. because 
when you play when you play faster when you poppy play faster when you poppy play faster you you kind of forget where you are you kind of forget to stop and think and i think the new players they know how to play it in the current uh culture in, in yeah. the current uh, the gameplay that is right now yeah but i still think especially when there are old school players i think the way it is played is not only the gameplay and the twists i think it's also just the culture around it and a lot of the players still have old school thinking and still have this slower type of thinking and it's not a worse type of thinking yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, it's actually something I've been thinking about, but I haven't really be, been thinking about it in, in the terms of uh, the older school players mm. have, like, maybe playing a bit too fast. Like, mm -hmm. because they only hear, yeah. oh, the game is faster, but they don't know in what sense, in what mm -hmm. context. Like, it's still a slow game. It's still, mm -hmm. you're there for 24 hours, 39 days. Like, mm -hmm. it is still a long game. It's still... You still have to build the relationships. You still have to have the conversations. Mm -hmm. You still have to do those basic things. It's just on television. Television, they don't really show that those slow parts anymore. You but, would agree. Sorry, you would agree that Tony played a fast game. Yes, he was very proactive. Yes, I do think they will not play like new school players. I think they will go more of a tony route no not exactly tony nobody is exactly like tony yeah. not even tony in this season will yeah. be exactly like tony but, but they will think like oh i have to hit the ground running like yeah go st straight making lanes all that like that's not really what the game is even mm -hmm. like even though people talk about the game being faster i think also like the game is only as fast as you let it be yeah like it's not like Jeff is coming, like, sitting over you, telling you to, like, work faster. Like, it's still, you're just put on that island. The only changes are that there might there are a few other advantages and might be more swaps. You but, have to be quicker on your feet. That's, yeah, like, that's... There, there are more twists, but you still have to have the conversations. You still have to build the relationships. That's the main part of Survivor. Mm -hmm. And people like an Ethan or an Amber or even people that just played 20 like 10 years ago like mm -hmm. Parvati or or Denise or Kim or or even Danny that's even further before than that like I would not tell them to go in like play f harder and f go and find all the idols like mm -hmm. do what you know and mm -hmm. but like be cognizant of the fact that people will be maybe moving a bit faster. Mm -hmm. They might be more willing to leave alliances or create new ones. And just be just be ready for that. But main thing is just be adaptable, but not play harder. That's not yeah, what I would yeah. say. Just be adaptable. Try to but, look. But... Try to just get a feel of the game. Because like I said, the like if all old school players just want to play slower, then they the can. Game will be like, slower. You can still just create an yeah. alliance and go to the end. People are just not as willing to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. People aren't, like, people are more willing to just look at themselves and say, like, I maybe don't feel like I'm in the top three of this, this alliance. Mm -hmm. Like, I I want to, like, create something new. So, I think I think it's a great point. I think, I think people are talking a bit too much about the game changing. Mm -hmm. In its core, it's still the same game. Yeah. It's just you have to 
you have to be more flexible just because you have to be more willing to change your plan up mm-hmm. at a moment's notice because there are more swaps there might be advantages and also people are might just not be as willing to you know be ready for the status quo but mm-hmm. you this all started with you choosing Adam. I chose Adam. You chose I, Adam, and and you made a great point about all all, the, and and I think it's a great point. I think having played the game not too long ago mm-hmm. means that you are coming into it, and it won't be as much of a shock what the game is now. Mm-hmm. Like most of these people played on this these exact islands, these same islands in Fiji. These mm-hmm. people have found idols on these exact same beaches so i think adam is in i think adam is a guy that just gets survivor he gets Mm -hmm. how the game actually works he's not the super fan that thinks you have to make big moves and you have to find all the idols and all that like he knows it's a game about creating relationships managing your threat level managing your relationships managing alliances Mm -hmm. and it's just about not and always staying in the middle of everything. That's what mm-hmm. managing your threat, threat level is. It's making sure you're not the strongest, you're not the weakest, you're not the smartest, you're not the dumbest. Like, you are there, you always have targets in front of you while still be actively playing the game. That's what he did in Millennials versus Gen X. He didn't really get the credit for it that he deserved. But the biggest thing, biggest problem he has is the fact that he is young he's not a parent he doesn't have a family he is just extremely like he's very enthusiastic but i just there are i just i see a scenario there's a lot that can't go wrong with adam i see a scenario where he gets to the end but just doesn't get the votes just for the fact that he is young he's very he looks very young (laughs) <laughs> he feels How like this he feels like a kid i think he's like 27 28 mm-hmm. like still young but yeah he, he he's one <laughs> of the younger ones he was literally on the millennial tribe mm-hmm. like he is he is someone i can see not getting the votes in the end is he th- the youngest i can also see a scenario where the older school players will look at him and say that's the super fan that's the smart guy yeah. he knows all of us he knows all of our strategies Let's just take that variable out straight away. But I can see he is extremely smart and he's underrated in the way he's smart. Mm -hmm. And I think he just, he has the ability to do very well. He has has a good strategic mind. I think it's not a bad pick at all. I think it's a great pick at this point in the draft, definitely. um, As your, uh, what, sixth overall pick. Sixth pick. So I think that's a, I think that's a great time. Is he the youngest? I think, He's the second youngest. I think Nick is like one year younger, uh, mm. but they're, they're like similar ages. Okay, uh, s- and, which also shows how oh, this this cast is the oldest average cast ever. Like mm-hmm. we've ne- like the youngest person is like what twenty seven, twenty eight. So mm-hmm. that's also a factor. Like in in second chance, we had Spencer go all the way to the end, but. Like, he was 23, 24, and everybody on the jury was, like, a parent and, like, an old-school player. So, they voted for someone like Jeremy instead because he was, like, a parent as well. He was older as well. Like, you... you, Good segue. Yeah. Good segue to your second pick. To my second pick. I'm pretty... Yeah. uh, 
I've started to have to. I, I can't go off feeling anymore because it's it's kind of slim pickings now. Yeah, we're getting to the last picks. But Jeremy is my next pick. I think he's smart. I think yeah, he has I, a. I think he has a good enough strategy going in. I think he can go relatively far, and I think he is loved enough that if he goes to the final three, he he has a big possibility. He he. he it's very plausible he will win. Yeah, definitely. I think people will be have been screaming at their uh, whatever they're listening from <laughs> this whole podcast. If anyone will ever listen to this, <laughs> but yeah, I I think people will think we're absolutely crazy to be picking him this late. Like he, I think a lot of people would have been picking him a lot earlier. I saw his season. I yeah. saw him win. Yeah, and I know, I know. He can be voted out. I know if if his strategy doesn't work, then he doesn't really have a lot of escape routes. Yeah, because he he has. So yeah, so so I don't I I I don't fully believe he will go very far, but I th- I think he will go far. I think what what or at least relatively far. I think for Jer- myself, Jer- Jeremy has a lot of a lot of pros in his in his corner. Like, he he is extremely charming. He's a trustworthy guy. He has shown like in his season he played an idol for his ally, who al- almost everybody was gonna vote out, mm-hmm. even though Jeremy was still in the power position and did not have to do that at all. And probably like it was not good for his game in general. Yeah. But it's great for his meta game now that he was willing to play an idol for an ally even though it wasn't, like, his best move. Mm-hmm. So, he has that great meta, and he also just, like, he, he's a great player. Like, he, he's he's great he at great he's great at getting people to trust him and all that. I think his problem is, I don't know, I just felt like, I the reason why I haven't chosen him yet is because I feel like I haven't heard what I wanted to hear from him in the pregame interviews. Yeah. I feel like I'm hearing a lot of, like, you know, just like, it's kind of like catchphrases. Like, mm-hmm. he's just like, oh, I'm just going to throw out the greatest hits. Like, but I don't <laughs> feel like I'm getting a lot of substance from what he's saying. Like, he's saying like, oh, I'm going to bring back the meat shields and the voting blocks and all that. I'm like, you can't just bring back your old game and just say. I think he's just keeping his keep, keeping his thoughts close to him. I, yeah, but I, th- I, I think he's just not, I, I think... Like yeah, the meat shields could work in any any game. Like that's a good strategy. But like the voting blocks, he's like saying, you can't just bring the voting blocks. That's something that has to be mm-hmm. a culture of the game. Like the reason why that worked in second chances was because everybody was doing it. Everybody was like, everybody was a free agent. Everybody was working like with this group in this vote and then another group in the next vote. Mm-hmm. Like that's just how the game happened in that season. But. It doesn't really happen that often, like people being that, like willing to just flip on a dime. Mm-hmm. And if he is the only one doing that in the season, people just look at him as a flip flopper. Yeah. And like you can't force that on people. And he's like, I think he has like this idea that it will be so easy to create this culture of voting blocks in this season. If, it, but there are a lot of older school players here that aren't gonna be willing to just flip on a dime every single every single vote and like will like 
it really just depends on if he's going to try too much to enforce that mm-hmm. culture or try to cultivate it, or if he'll realize quickly, okay, this will be an alliance season, or at least in the beginning, like, I don't think Ethan will be wanting voting blocks to happen. I don't think Denise if... will be wanting that. Even people like Parvati or Boston Rob mm-hmm. are people that want to work within alliances. Yeah. There are very few people here that want to work in that, like, fast, loose game that Jeremy is talking about, and... I just hope that he can adapt to it yeah. not and realize very quickly that's not how this game will be I played. I think if we're going just by the pre-game interviews, yeah. it does not seem he is very adaptive. Yeah. But I do believe he is smart enough to adapt. And I I, I think he, he might have, like... I, th- I think he might have some ideas of strategies he will start with but i think he will just go in the direction which he thinks will be smartest when he is in the game yeah. and it's still the 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 mitchell tactic is good for anyone to have people that will be voted out before you yeah. that's generally just an a, a good idea so i don't think i just think he might be just keeping his thoughts close to him and i i think that's okay i yeah, I th- I think like I think I even think it's crazy that he fell this far this far yeah, down. Yeah, probably should have chosen order, before but... before Sarah and Sandra. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I just I just <laughs> of course like we 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 but just but still but still I I have this feeling he won't go too far. I yeah I just I still have that feeling. He's still like he's an extremely respectable winner. I can see him going far. But it was the same thing last time. Like he came into second chances as one of those people that I did not think could win because I think he was he was pretty stubborn the first time he played. Um, wasn't very adaptable the first time he played. Um, but he was still like this physical beast, um, extremely. But and known. Oh yeah. And known like he was he, super good in challenges. Maybe not super he? like in the team challenges. He's yeah. just a solid player and he okay. won a won a couple of individual as well mm-hmm. um but he's he's just like jacked <laughs> mm-hmm. so people yeah like you just look at him and you just don't think that a guy like that will be allowed to go that far but mm-hmm. he could in second chances because kind of remembered he, he's great at managing chaos yeah. uh because he can be the calming in like calming person within the chaos so people are drawn to him when everything is in array, like disarray but I just don't think these players will let the game go into complete disarray. I think it will be a chaotic game. Yeah. I think it will be a, like a fast game. Everybody will be trying to get their point across. Mm-hmm. Um, so he might be great in that game. I don't yeah. know. I just I just He's... felt like he didn't give me much substance in the interviews. Yeah. And I believe in him as a good player, a, mm-hmm. even a great player, but I think he's very high variance. I I'm think, glad to have him on, a, on on my team. Yeah, I think I think this is a great get this low down. <laughs> like uh, the fact that you could pick Sarah and Sandra that early but still get Jeremy this late <laughs> is 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 a very great feat that like you did it. Congratulations! Thank you. Um, I'm very really proud of this moment. Yeah, it's a good. Got Jeremy. Pick. Yeah, yeah. I, I am you happy with proud. it. Should be proud. This should. But then be. what? I, you should put I, this on your I resume. I can't think who you are going to pick. So, the, we don't have a lot of people left. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just. Uh, I literally just. I, I. I literally just forgot 
I I know who, uh, like uh, I know who all these people are. Except I just completely forgot. Danny. One person. Yep. That's that's uh, even people that are, uh, is that understandable? Yes, it's a completely understandable. Is she the person everyone forgets? Yes. Yeah. Even, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's even uh, like this, poor dad. There's one of these press photos that a lot of uh, people have been using, and like she's almost invisible even in the photo. Like, yeah. <laughs> like she's like you just kind of don't notice her. I think that's the reason why she is my next pick. <laughs> uh, great segue. Uh, but yeah, Danny had you already decided that. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Like, Danny, she's... And I, I'm now going to explain to you who she is, because you yeah. have no idea. She is a great player. I kind of um, forgot her twice, so yeah. Yeah, you explain. just watched her interview, like, less than an hour. Yeah. Uh, probably, no, not less than an hour ago. We started podcasting yeah, more yeah. than an hour ago, but uh, earlier today. <laughs> uh, she is a good player. The she She's a very interesting player. She played mm. a very interesting game. She was in control of all of her pre-merged tribes Mm -hmm. she maybe not in complete control but she was in the majority alliance she came into the merge in the minority but she had these bigger players in front of her and she was good at playing up the fact that the players that were in her alliance were more dangerous than her Mm -hmm. so they were all voted out before her and then she did the interesting thing the same thing i talked about uh michelle doing earlier Mm -hmm. which is instead of Going to the bottom of the major- majority alliance and talking to the people on the bottom and saying like, oh, you have to flip on your alliance because you're on the bottom. Yeah. She did the interesting thing of going to the top mm. and befriending the people on top. She befriended Rafe Judkins, mm-hmm. the the <laughs> writer who wrote on one of our best show- uh, favorite shows, Chuck, and uh, other shows as well. Um even even okay, I know that even gotta be the show, showrunner on uh, on a on a, on a show that's coming up soon, a yeah. wheel of time. Um, I I just wanted to say this very random thing. Yeah. Just because you mentioned Chuck. Yeah. And uh, we we have the the inside survivor. Uh, yeah, the tribes here. Yeah, yeah. yeah we so. have the, we have the tribe syrup uh, for breaking purposes. I, yeah, <laughs> and I don't know why, but Jeremy's smile reminds me of Chuck. His awkward smile. Just just throwing at that. He has a great smile, there. and, and Zachary smile. Levy has a great smile as well. Yeah, they but, both, but they both moving have, ahead. Yeah, moving ahead. The thing Danny. is, she, yeah, she did the interesting thing of like really befriending the people with the most power, Stephanie and Rafe, mm-hmm. um, and uh, was really good at sowing the seeds, of planting those seeds in of distrust with their other alliance members mm-hmm. like uh she got cindy uh, she like really stoked the flames of when cindy uh chose to take the car instead of giving everyone else a car mm-hmm. um she really like built that up like stoked those flames when people weren't happy about that mm-hmm. um she threw judd under the bus when mm-hmm. he started talking about possibly sometime having to vote out uh S- stephanie and, and or or rafe mm-hmm. she she threw him under the bus um, and she was just good at like just being the nice person that was willing to talk to, mm-hmm. uh, talk to Rafe and and Stephanie as a logical person, mm-hmm. and and of course that's easy when the people that she's throwing under the bus and getting voted out are people like uh, Judd and Jamie, yeah. who are like two of the craziest people ever <laughs> to play the game. Um, so it's very easy to look like the rational person there, but she was just easier to work with than those people, and that's also not like. 
that's that's not like a thing that's easy to do. Like you're convincing people that it's better to keep you, a person that's not part of the alliance, mm-hmm. than the people that are in the alliance. Cat is back. The cat is back. We're so by a cat. she she was very good at that, and and I really respect that move. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's out of box thinking, going for the top instead of the bottom. And God damn it, cat! Get out of here! It's fun to hear about because yeah, I totally forgot which which, series, which season was that? Season eleven. Yeah, Guatemala. so so she's before my time. Definitely, basically. yeah. And and I've not seen that move since. Like it's yeah. going for the top, and uh, because like it's Michelle, a really, it's a really difficult move to pull off. Definitely, because often the people that are, are in power, the people that are on top, are the people that that are hardest to fool, yeah. are the people that are hardest to penetrate, because those are the people that have the most belief in what they have. It's very hard to make them think that there are like that maybe other alternatives to their mm-hmm. master plans are are viable but also those are probably the people that are most likely to be like susceptible to like other options like oh i have and so paranoia. much power yeah exactly like make them think that they might be instead of trying to topple them mm-hmm. make them think that they might be toppled by the people that are on the bottom mm-hmm. And make them take those bottom people out. Like it's it's, it's a not go big or go home idea, but it's still not a crazy idea. Yeah, it's not your. It will never be your first thought, but it's a mm-hmm. very smart thought. And Michelle did a similar thing, but it like it, I brought it up with Michelle, but it was Danny that really did it well. Yeah, Michelle was the like she did something similar by befriending Sydney and Aubrey, but like that wasn't like a power alliance. It wasn't yeah. like a huge alliance that had taking everybody else out that was kind of like a like a mishmash of people that had like gotten power but so i would say that danny did what michelle did but just a little bit more impressively yeah danny great great player nobody remembers her and i think even if you remember her you remember her in a different way than she actually Mm -hmm. played people don't really remember how impressive her game is i haven't even heard about a lot of people that are talking about this season and this cast talk about no one else in the pre-game interviews mentioned danny no i don't think a lot i think some people might even have not known her name that were there and and ponderosa with her before the game began like Mm -hmm. i think it's highly possible so that's that's gonna be to her advantage i think definitely many people who are under the radar yeah will be targets for being subtle yeah but Danny is so under the radar that I think people will just generally forget her. Yeah. Just genuinely just <laughs> not And she was known, she was loyal. Uh-huh. She was there. They will not She's think physically... of her as a a, a threat Definitely when not. they think of her. Yeah. And and but she might be that person like she has for a long time been the person where people say like, "Oh, if there's a winter season, I think Danny could win." Because she's that person. Like, she's that person that will come in there, not have a target on their back, but still be very capable of playing the game. So there might be people that have only heard that and be like, oh, a lot of people think Danny is going to win this season. Mm -hmm. Like, let's take her out. There might be people coming in there like, oh, we're all the threats. Mm -hmm. Danny's not a threat at all, which is kind of a threat as well. Like, not not being a threat. But I just think, like, yeah, people will think, like, oh, this person isn't a threat, so we have to take them out because we are threats. But, like, those plan the reason why people that aren't targets always get so far, mm-hmm. even though some people think like, oh, we have to get the people that aren't tar- targets out, is because 
the, that thought just never really lasts. Yeah, like yeah. you, you think you you have that thought in your mind, but in the end, like you have Boston Rob there, mm-hmm. you have Parvati there. Like, are you really gonna vote for Danny before you vote for those people? Yeah. Because you just feel like it. Like, yeah, it it is very tempting to take the more tar- like the bigger targets further because they will be a shield for you. But they can also just screw you over and vote you out. Like, are you gonna trust Boston Rob? Are you gonna trust Parvati? Like, if you give them an inch, they will like slit your throat. That's a terrible metaphor. Like, <laughs> how are you slit- gonna slit people's throat with an inch? But maybe a, a knife, that, like inch long knife. I don't know. Maybe like. I don't know something that's an inch but very sharp. So, uh, but let's get away from the inch. <laughs> let's get away from the inch. Um, back to Danny. Back to Danny. I just think I actually I'm I'm convincing myself that this is a great pick and yeah, I you're convincing I, me I, that too. I should have done it sooner. I'm sold on and I, I'm jealous I just, that I'm, you have her. I just I'm excited to see what she'll do now. Yeah. Like she, the thing is a lot of like what she talked about after her season is that, like she kept things from the producers like she wasn't talking about her strategy all her strategy and her confessionals mm-hmm. because she was scared that it would she, leak to other yeah. people yeah i've told you about this yeah like she was scared that she, it would leak out which is smart like mm-hmm. it can like nowadays if you don't talk to the producers about something they will not like you which is not a good thing yeah. like i think it's even more paramount now that the producers like you as well like you you want to be popular with them as well like yeah. Uh, not to have conspiracy theories, but uh, like, yeah, it's good to be production's always, favorite. If you're smart, it's always a possibility. Yeah. And if if it is something you have to worry about, then then yeah, you you should consider it. Yeah, and like like Jeff Probst has been weirdly complimentary of uh, Danny before, like mm. pregame, like then, like even before the game started. Yeah. So. I just, I just feel like uh, she's like extremely competitive. She's a mom. Like, uh, she's also like she talked in her pregame interviews about like difficult things she's had to deal with, um, like an addiction of a family member mm-hmm. and like the passing of family and like those things make you stronger. Like those things also like help you, uh, like both realize and like see sometimes like especially dealing with a family member with addiction like see deception mm-hmm. from people you love and trust and that's something you gotta do in survivor as well like people you trust and people you have to like really rely on you have mm-hmm. to be able to also see when they are not being completely genuine when they're trying to get one over on you and and i think like she might have that is michelle a mom michelle is not a mom but denise is Denise is so. I was thinking just of a mom tribe that that hasn't really happened before. Yeah, like if but, but it's a it, it would be a fun tribe, just a mom tribe. <laughs> yeah, you have like uh yeah yeah like moms versus dads. <laughs> have just literally a season. Yeah, just men versus women, but all the guys are dads <laughs> and all the girls are women. And then the family visits. No, all the girls are women. I mean, all, all the, the, all the, all the women. women are all the women are moms. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm... Just I'm, only parents and then the, the family visits. There are, there are visits. a lot of parents on this season. Like, if I, just, if I just look at it quickly, like, uh, we have here... Uh, Amber, Amber, Amber Kim, Sandra, Sarah, uh, Tony, Sarah, Tony, 
Tyson? Tyson, Yule. It's about Ben, Ben, Jeremy, Boston, Rob, Danny, Denise. It's part of it. Is it more than half? Yeah, like if I look here. There will be a parents tribe. They will all swear on their children and then betray. Yeah. Betray their children. Yeah, 12 of the 20 people are parents. So that's very interesting. And that also makes me think like, might be difficult for a person that isn't a parent to win. Like, like if there are a lot of parents on the jury and they look at the look at the final Maybe. three, one of them is a parent and two of them are not. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they're more likely to vote for a parent just in the fact that, like, hey, am I gonna, am I really not gonna give like this parent with a probably a young child? Almost all but, of them have young children. Um, am I gonna give not gonna give them two million dollars? All of them have gotten one million dollars <laughs> if i wasn't a... it's not like they need more i don't think they will vote i think if i wasn't a parent on the season i would just lie in the final <laughs> say like hey just, i have a baby on the way uh, like if of course of course if you if you're if you are if you are one of the women it will be difficult to to, to try to convince everyone that you're pregnant I have a, i'm nine months I, pregnant or just like i'm adopting a baby i'm in the middle of an adoption mm-hmm. like uh, that, would be that that would work i think you should because uh, I think it will help your case. I think it really it might. Will. It might um, be a meta game. I think tactic. I think it might be. Uh, Is one, it meta game? I think it would have been would be a very dirty move <laughs> to get to the end it's, and like let's it's the let's, winners season. Let's it say can be dirty. let's say Adam gets to the end or Nick gets to the end <laughs> and say like, hey, I have a baby on the way. I didn't tell anyone before. Because I, I, I didn't want uh, the baby. But of hate. course, like I don't think it will matter like extremely much. I don't, I don't. If they bring it up in the final three, nobody will believe them. But yeah, if yeah. they have that from the start, yeah. then people you you spend such a long time with these people. You can lie about your profession a little bit and, yeah. and stuff, but but having a child People yeah. know if you're lying or not, if you have a child. There's actually a guy on... Uh... Maybe if it's on the way, like, I, I'm waiting for a ch- I'm waiting for a child. There was a guy and... on... There was a guy on a Australian Survivor that, yeah. uh, uh... But... Lied. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that lied about being a parent. I have, <laughs> I have not seen the season. I'm watching the All-Star Oof. season now. He was on the season before the All-Star season. I haven't watched that season yet, but I've Do heard... Do you know of... if he got far? Yeah, he got very far. Really? He, he, I think he got final three. It's Harry Nobody from, called his from All Stars. But, but they did. The they thing did. is, like very early on, people called him out because he didn't prepare enough. He didn't. <laughs> I, I've only heard these things. I might be. I might be What's saying their some name. But no, no. Like he had the name, but he like couldn't really answer if they had started walking or talking yet or stuff like that. So he wasn't really prepared for like further questions. So he got mm-hmm. called out for it, but he, he was able to rebound, obviously, because he okay. got far. And he's Interesting. Actually, he, he has Interesting. Actually, but yeah. I, <laughs> oh, I need to see that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to check that out. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, we'll, maybe sometime you'll hear more Survivor, okay, where, Australian Survivor talk. Where were us. we, picks-wise? Yeah, I just chose Danny. I have one more pick. Yeah. So... Chose. Just to reset the board, we have uh, in uh, in the women's section we have two people, two women left. We have mm-hmm. Amber, yeah. and we have Natalie Anderson. Yeah. In the men's section, we have Nick. Mm-hmm. We have Tony Blacos. Mm-hmm. We have Ben, and we have Boston Rob. Yeah. Hey. So, I have my next pick. Um. This is a difficult pick 
I'll have to get your list after this. <laughs> yeah. Now now you have to pressure me when I when I <laughs> when I'm thinking. Um tick tock tick I, that is probably really creepy. Tick, so the one I'm talk, going to pick is tick tock tick. I think there's one person on the board still mm. that people are if the one person that's listening to this is screaming at their phone or whatever they're listening with. Amber. That we haven't picked yet. No, not Amber. There's one person there. I oh. think you aren't going to pick her because you only listen to the pregame interviews. Natalie. Which she was not that great in. Sorry, but, I'm just guessing. But she, but she did play it. I'm not going to pick her. I just... Uh, but uh, yeah, I sh- I'm going to pick somewhere else. Um, but she, like, still, there are not that many people left and I don't have a lot of faith in the people that are left. I, um, but I, I like am, Natalie. I'm but... I'm gonna pick Amber. I'm gonna pick Damn Amber. Amber. Gonna pick she Amber. Was, she was my next pick. Amber. Amber. You've been picked, but I'm Boston Rob. This was trip. that a Boston Rob impression? Boston Rob. That's not. Now I'm smiling. You can't really do the impression <laughs> when you're smiling. But it wasn't good before you started smiling. It wasn't. Hey, even... I'm Boston Rob. But why do you think that is hey, button Bob. how he sounds? <laughs> I'm Button Bobby Bob. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it all fell apart. Okay, so uh, I can just say Amber. 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 Amber is my wife. But why? Why? Amber. In the car park. Amber. But why is he so depressed? He talks like really pronounced. I and... think I'm doing an impression of Rob's sister Nina's impression. Okay. So I'm like doing an impression of an impression. So a bad impression. Yeah, so a terrible impression. Okay. Amber. Amber. I I'm picking Amber. I think I think Amber is a perfectly fine su- survivor player. She played a while, while ago. She played a good game in um All-Stars. She played mm-hmm. next to Boston Rob. Boston Rob was really the proactive member of that alliance, but I think a lot of people forget how instrumental Amber was as well. She was more um, subtle. Yeah, she was very subtle. I didn't see that season, but I think I, I think you actually saw I? it once. Uh, you might have watched it with me, but not all of it. I don't think. So. And definitely a long time ago, and you yeah. would have not remembered Amber that much from no. that season. Like, she was like she was all like people always attribute the fact that she was saved at the swap because Rob, but Rob just said one sentence to Lex. Like, mm-hmm. but she also had to sell it. Like, Everyone is saved Rob, at some point. Yeah, like Rob... You don't get to the end if you're not saved. Like, yeah, Rob said, like, oh, take care of her, I'll take care of you. But that's... He said one sentence. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that, that sentence helped. But then at camp, Amber had to finish the job. And she yeah. did. And she saved herself. She got Jerry voted out, which was her main ally in her, their former season. Mm-hmm. Like, Amber and Jerry were, like... Attached at the hip in, uh, yeah, in Australia, and uh, in, in Australian outback, and then they come there to the swap, and Amber has no qualms with throwing Jerry under the bus and like driving over like fifteen times <laughs> her old friend. Like Amber was willing to do that. She isn't just like the sweetheart. To she's playing want... a game. Yeah, and like, she's and she cool. knows how to play it. Like she was also playing Boston Rob in the beginning. Like, yeah, they end up getting married and are like married now for fourteen years, and like. Mm-hmm. So you think, of, but still, like in All Stars, they just like, they not just they don't didn't just meet, but they were just starting a relationship there. Yeah. They d- had no idea they would be married and having kids and stuff like that. <laughs> they 
didn't even know if it was real in the beginning. Like, they were just flirting for game in the beginning, and then mm-hmm. it blossomed into something else. So you have to give her credit for that as well. Like, she, in the beginning, was playing him like he was playing her, then developed into something real. But, like, she was playing that Rob, up as well. Yeah, the Boston Rob moment is, of course, hyped up. Because it's dramatic. It's yeah, a dramatic moment. And it's cool. It's yeah. much cooler than her digging... It's like the Godfather digging... move. Yeah. yeah. And it's much cooler than her digging herself up from being booted. Yeah. So so I understand it, but, but I, I respect her game. Yeah, it's totally understandable, of course. Like, you're next to Boston One Rob. One sentence is not gonna save you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. But it's cool. Yeah, it's very cool. And it, like, looks... It's like a, dr- like a mob movie. Like, <laughs> it's, it's very... It's like a cool thing to... And it's very easy to show on television. Um, and also just like you're, you're playing next to Rob for for like the whole game. Like you will always look less exciting. Like he will always take the camera time. Like he will always articulate the game just a little bit like more, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a it's a good. It was my. It was my next pick, so... Yeah, like, at this point, I think Amber should come off the board. Yeah. She's also... The only reason why I hadn't picked her before is because she is a big Tarkin, and people... I think people re- respect her, so I, I I think she... Yeah, I think... Uh, and, of course, there is the... the there is the factor of her relationship with rob yeah of course and there are two sides of that both they have that uh they have that situation where they they are the only connection between those two tribes aren't they yeah yeah so like direct connection yeah so if you have a connection to rob or a connection to amber then you have a connection to the other tribe yeah but of course on the flip side like you like if you're aligned with Amber, you might be scared that if Boston Rob is like has an alliance on the other side, she will just jump to that alliance. Like that's yeah. also scary. Like you might she not... has a person that she would rather. Yeah, like you might. But not also be... maybe opposite. you might not be brought on that boat. Like yeah, yeah. You, you, he she could bring him on your boat. She or could also she like could she could not like want to play with him. Yeah. Well, that would be. That that's not even a thought I've had yet, but like, of course, there might be a part in, like, uh, there, I think there might like there there it is the possibility of us coming to the point like if somehow they both get like to the merge in separate alliances, mm-hmm. um, or have separate relationships that just don't connect, that will be an interesting conflict, mm-hmm. uh, to see. Will either of them sacrifice their game? Will will I, they like get in a fight on which alliance they they use? Like who will be who will be convinced the other? Like uh, I just think game will, wise, will they, they is are there, kind of competitive. I think so too. I love seeing uh, in the first five minute clip we we got to see before the season started, like Amber like. <laughs> twice like saying yeah i beat rob and i i'd love to beat him again like that's like right. that's just that's i just, just had fun. the thought of didn't didn't he propose on the reunion yeah yeah, yeah. before the vote what vote was yeah. read just to make sure that he was yes. entitled to that money before it what happened. if before 
or maybe maybe after after let's say after the votes they are final three after the votes and either one of them uh gets the money and then they they get a divorce on the <laughs> yeah. air. They, they serve the divorce papers uh, yes. right there on the... That's a great way to cap off that relationship. <laughs> Just like, get like, full circle, full circle. Uh, the, yeah, like the, one of them in the pregame <laughs> saying like, yeah, like, why why did you choose to come on season 40? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I've really been considering divorce and I just feel like this is a great way to cap that off. Like, I what, love, how I awesome would it be if, like, I would blindside Rob and just, like, <laughs> say my confession, like, yeah, this is the end of us. And then, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like in the reunion, serving the divorce papers. I think it would be yeah. cool. Yeah. I think it would go well. I think it's a likely thing to happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. So now you have two picks. G- give me it, that. It's give your, me that list. Give me that list. These will be. I need my list. These will be your last two picks because the last person you'll get oh, the will three be... people left. No, there are five people left, but yeah. you will pick two. I will pick two, and then you will automatically get the last okay. person. Yeah. So. There. Okay. Just gonna recap who's left. For myself, not. <laughs> <laughs> I just recap, but yeah, you can do it for yourself. Yeah, uh, Natalie, Nick, Tony, Ben, and Rob. And I don't really know Ben, so my feeling kind of just goes towards Tony. Like, I don't feel he's a good pick, necessarily. I think this far down, and this far into it, I think he's totally fine to pick Yeah, Tommy. I think he's one of the better picks, because either I don't know these people well enough, or... I think I'm giving Natalie a bad rap. I think... I think we're both doing I think, it, but... Yeah. Like, but she's just been... Her pre-game interview... I just don't... Re- all the pre-game the I've way. seen from her, I'm just like... I don't know. Like... It's just not very promising. <laughs> I just don't like CrossFit. But I'll I'll, I'll I'll go further into my feelings on Natalie when we get to her. But yeah, I have a lot to say about Natalie's so, pregame. Okay, Tony. That, like we can't talk about Tony a lot. Like oh, we can either Tony. talk about him all day or just yeah. say he's Tony and and have it done. Like yeah, you know, Tony, Tony. is a freaking unicorn. <laughs> we all love Tony. Tony has played one of the most impressive. Mm-hmm. winning games ever like how did that happen i don't know like it's crazy that we have a guy like tony on the season All right, like just tony. the fact that someone like tony is here that someone like tony ever won survivor is a blessing um we should all be uh worshiping at his Cheers altar him. yeah like any second we have tony on this season will be like a freaking party we'll have fun yep and possibly for long i think he has much better metagame for this season than he had for Mm -hmm. his last when he came back for game changers he himself was in the wrong mindset he has a much bigger chance this time yeah like in game changers it was just him and sandra they were the biggest threats he played it wrong uh and he got voted out very soon. It mm-hmm. was just... He went into it with the wrong mindset. Yeah. And he had a huge threat. This yeah. time he has the right mindset. And he's not a bigger threat than many of them there. Yeah. I think mostly people... He is a wild card. Yeah, that's his problem. And is the fact that scared. people will be scared of him being a wild card. But if he just like kind of 
mellows out a little bit, like in the beginning. Like, but also, like if I was Tony, I'd just make sure you're if you go anywhere, you always take someone with you. Mm-hmm. So like you always have someone to vouch for the fact that you were not alone in, at any point. Like just in the beginning, like make people feel like he, oh he he's not being a nuisance now. And then later when you become one. People mm-hmm. will have resigned a little bit. Like, you've gotten to know them a little bit more. He might be like Nora. <laughs> he might be the wild card that is kept. Yeah, the, the only difference is... Uh... The reliable wild card. <laughs> yeah. And it's it, it will be hard to work with him, but he's at least reliably wild. <laughs> I yeah. can't say... But but I don't know. I I, I think I think the fact that he... Last time he, he didn't find a single idol... Mm-hmm. Uh, Sandra was uh, really able to just snuff him out very quickly, um, neuter him just like straight away. He had no no leeway at anything. I think the other players looked at the, looked at that and will say to themselves like, like if Sandra could neuter him and like mm-hmm. really you know keep him keep him like in a cage, like mm-hmm. we can do that too, like. And also, he will always be a great shield. Like, while Tony is there, mm-hmm. like, at any point, if you're having trouble, like, getting a target on someone, you'll just say, hey, Tony's here. Mm-hmm. Let's get Tony out. So, yep. I think he has a gr- better chance in this season. I think he still will have a difficult time at cer- certain points in the game. I think he's a guy that really, like, other, uh, like, besides, so- like, he's extremely smart. He knows Survivor, but, like, He's the opposite of Sophie. Like, I have no doubt that he... Is... <laughs> We're always comparing to. I think it's just like... he. I have no doubt that he can implement strategies. Yeah. Like, he has shown that he can implement but... them. But... <laughs> what are his strategies? He... But does he have really, like, mm-hmm. the brain to think forward? I think he... Like, what he did in Kagayan was not, like, think far, far into the future. He just, like, mm-hmm. ran through the game and, like, did what he felt was necessary at yeah. that point... And he also had people around him that were loyal to him and willing to, like, really build up the relationships mm-hmm. that he burned. Like, he had Trish with him that were, like, behind him, like, cleaning up his mess. But, but, but I'm going to stop you there with Tony. Yeah. Because we have so many thoughts about Tony. Yeah. And, yeah, we can't talk about him all day, but I have my next pick. Yes. So, to, and so watch and I, I, I'd like to... We won't be saying thoughts. anything new about Tony. <laughs> no. Uh, we but, all know Tony. I, I'm choosing... I'm not going to say why I'm choosing him. Uh, I'm choosing Natalie. Okay. Just be- because... Well, I, I, I watched the season Natalie was in. Yeah, I think I, so. I watched that season. I yeah. watched the, the one that where the... everyone had... Uh, were, was paired with someone. Yeah. That, but I, there were two seasons like ones. that. Yeah, one was oh, okay. the one. One was with Tyson, the one Tyson won, mm-hmm. and one was the one that you know Natalie won. I know the, it Natalie, was it was the one that I mean, didn't have any returning players. It was the one that Natalie played. I don't know if I watched <laughs> that season or not. But it, was I know for, it was Jeremy's first season as well. So if you know her, you probably saw her season. Yeah. And and at Tyson least, has played so many it. times yeah. that uh, I, I I don't think I saw that season. So or maybe both. So Natalie, she gives she, of course she is my last uh, purposeful pick. Yeah, she is my last uh, pick, and uh, and but but it's not 
she she just uh, I think she might rub people the wrong way. I I but maybe that is just her excitement in the pre-game interviews and and all that and uh, and but I think she's a strong player. I think I think she has a has a strong will and and if she wants something to happen then it will. Uh, but yeah, I, I I don't know about her. It's just it's just yeah. she 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 she's confident. She's the best pick that is left in my opinion. Yeah, I so, think she definitely is. I think the I think the thing about Natalie is I've just like I loved Natalie I on her season. Write it down. I loved like Natalie was fun, so good in San Juan del Sur. Mm. She played a great game. A very impressive game in the fact that she was like extremely patient with targeting players. Mm-hmm. She targeted John for a while, like kept him close as an ally, but like built up like mm-hmm. his blind side. And it was very impressive. Um, I actually believe from the pregame interviews that she is her main uh, motivation is not the money. Not I, I think she is more driven by her uh, emotions and personal motives than yeah. than the money which yeah. is different she, she, than a lot of the people there because of course it's 2 million dollars yeah she she like straight out came and like came out and said it like yeah. that that like what drove her in her first season was getting like revenge for na- na- her her sister Nadia and and, and then I believed her. And she then was, yeah, that and was then, genuine. And then for Je- Jeremy, like her her like biggest ally, when he was blindsided, like then she that that like dro- put her into like overdrive. And it's interesting that she could use those things to not be her de- detriment, but to get her further. Yeah. And the fact that like she didn't like straight away like go and just like burn down the camp, like mm-hmm. she went straight back to her alliance who just blindsided her and her biggest ally and like built up like a relationship with them to be able to blindside them later and she did like ingenious moves like Mm -hmm. voting purposefully for the wrong person in a split vote Mm -hmm. to get the person she wanted out and in that split vote and not the person that she would then later use to Mm -hmm. blindside the person that made that plan i'm I'm just kidding i'm not following it yeah Uh, it's a complicated plan yeah it, it was complicated and then pretend afterwards that she didn't by mistake, like that, like <laughs> afterwards you're like, oh, I thought I was supposed to vote for Alec and not Keith. Mm-hmm. Like I thought, like that's what I was supposed to do, right? Like mm-hmm. playing dumb, and then later. I love it when players play dumb. Yeah, that's my. F- that's <laughs> why I love Fabio. It's yeah. just it's it's a fun move because yeah. it's just it's 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 just tricking players. And, yeah, and I love it when people trick others. Yeah, and it's always fun. And. Of course, the move with the idol where she idled out uh, Baylor by giving Jacqueline the idol was a great mm-hmm. move as well. Like she, t- she, uh, and and the way she did it in front of the jury, like she really just she won the game at that moment. Um, so she is a great player. The problem with Natalie mm. is, I just did not like a lot of what she was saying in the pregame. Mm-hmm. Um, she's convinced that it's a f- uh, men versus female, like me- yep. like f- men versus women, 
Um, she is, of only course, like a just, powerful female. Yeah, so, so no, but she's convinced that that's she's convinced that those are the tribes just yeah. because they are sequestered that way in pregame. Like the, she gets a little bit of information there, mm-hmm. and she just decides that's the truth. Like she, but if, that's also a fine strategy because you can't really, f- if that were the case, she has prepared. And, yeah, yeah, but and, she's convinced of a fact that is not true. Yeah. Just because of a current situation she is in, but, and that just like, the fact that, like that's just one thing, and other things just like how she talked about Parvati's game, it's just wrong. That's not how Parvati plays. Like yeah, yeah, and she ta- so she just. I feel like she has these natural abilities for survivors. She that was she, kind of dismissive and of she, party, poverty, but, yeah. but I understand. And like the end game of San Juan del Sur, del Sur is one of the most impressive end games I've I've seen from anyone playing Survivor. Mm-hmm. But she was playing against a pretty bad field of players, mm-hmm. and she had she she got these opportunities and she she ran with them and she was fantastic at it. Yeah. But I just feel like if she doesn't get those opportunities, I don't feel like she will force a game like that. Mm-hmm. She did it because she had to. But I think there are scenarios where she doesn't, or she does some a mis- like makes a mis- mistake, um, like something comes up and she decides something uh, is a reality that isn't. Like yeah. in her first season, she she her perception ended up winning. Her mm-hmm. her viewpoint ended up being the truth. Mm-hmm. But I can see a scenario where she gets the wrong idea, the wrong perception. She will run with it. She will get tricked by someone. Yeah. I just, I, I, I just, I don't saying, know. But I just I don't think that is telling of her game. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think that w- the pre-game interviews and the the assumptions. I don't think that's going to be telling of her game. Yeah. But, but I just, but I that I, fixed perception. I understand that. If she does get the wrong idea, then that might be a detriment. Yeah. I Yeah, like, I just want to reiterate, like, I, I really think Natalie played a fantastic game her yeah. first time, but I just, I don't know. I just, I'm not She's getting really, a good feel. Yeah. I'm not getting a good vibe from her in, in the pregame. I'm not, I'm not, I like, it's hard for, like, yeah, she played a great game, but now, like, I'm listening to her talk about Survivor and, always when i've heard her talk about survivor like i never feel like i'm getting like great insight from her mm-hmm. maybe she's just one of those people that like I, she can play the game really well but can't really articulate it or really thinks that much about mm-hmm. it maybe she just doesn't need to think about survivor really that much like maybe it's just all like instinctual so yeah but i like relate to that like but, uh, yeah I, I understand but yeah so like how you're saying she she like goes down one path perfectly but that path could very well be the wrong path yeah she chooses I, one way to go and if that is the right way then she is doing good yeah and but she won't be wavering between paths yeah i just like this it might like it might just be like just like i said like she's just she just isn't maybe very great at like she just doesn't have like great maybe thoughts about Survivor or like doesn't really articulate thoughts about Survivor well. She doesn't really know Survivor that very well. Like before she played, she didn't really watch at all. But maybe she's just instinctually pretty good at stuff. Is and... she the opposite of Sophie? <laughs> 
probably <laughs> like that's probably the best comparison like her being the opposite of sophie like always she really, comparing to sophie she really did build like exceptional social capital and really implemented fantastic mm-hmm. moves and was able to do it because of the relationship she built mm-hmm. but then i would never ask her to be a pundit on survivor like <laughs> i would not yeah. really i'm, I'm re- really not hankering or yearning for <laughs> natalie's like uh like punditry on 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 survivor like i don't need her thoughts because i don't but like maybe she's much better at like actually implementing it than sophie is so maybe it's crazy that i chose sophie uh as my like sixth pick but let (laughs) you pick natalie as your last pick so and then what is your next so yeah because we've been here for a while so maybe we should (laughs) should get this going um i think my next next pick is ben Dribergen. Yeah, I just don't know him. I'm, I'm, yeah, Ben is he? He's probably the winner here. That um, was people don't really like the fact that Ben won. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people take that out on Ben as a person. I don't yep. think he's a bad person at all. He's a great person. He 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 is a very inspirational. A guy that's you know dealing with PTSD, dealing with. Mm-hmm. Uh, living with that he's, he's is he the yeah he, he's the war veteran yes he is he, he looks so different with a cap yeah he's also just like <laughs> much thinner now than he was yeah. in his first season i just I didn't recognize him from the from the pick yeah like ben is very he's a very fun guy he he's mm-hmm. charismatic he's like uh, he has like this like childlike energy <laughs> um but like let's just look at his game like he played well in the beginning like he got into alliances he but he was still like called out for like kind of not listening to his alliance mates yeah he showed like great um deception skills when he was like kind of an inside eight like a like a an like a covert agent in the other alliance for a while mm-hmm. but also like by doing that he really burned some bridges with those people yeah um and then he was targeted at final seven he was supposed to go out then but then he found three idols in a row Got to final four by just finding idols. Mm-hmm. He would have been voted out at any of those points if he hadn't found three idols in a row. Mm-hmm. And then he got like, Dude. then suddenly out of nowhere, yeah, and a fire making challenge appears yeah. for the first time yeah, in history. Was the first... yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 no one knew about it beforehand. Mm-hmm. It just happened. Chrissy got an advantage that was knowing about it. Mm-hmm. Great advantage, <laughs> <laughs> like. Like, that's not an advantage, like Devin would say. Isn't it, though, an advantage? Like, like yeah, she, she could... for Yeah, it. like, she could tell just Devin that it would ha- happen and, like, not let Ben mm-hmm. know. But, like, Ben would have been voted out in yeah. the final four because he did not win Doesn't the challenge he... in any other season before that. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, even now, like, I don't like the fire-making challenge, but at least everybody knows about it, and they can vote Ben out at final five. Well, like, He's in, in his the... season... In his season, he could not have. They could not have done that because he just found idols before that. Mm-hmm. But the thing, and it's the same thing with all the winners that have won after the fire making challenge. I'm just not as impressed with those winners as I am with all the other winners. Yeah. Like it's so much more easy to get Who to the here? final three now than it has ever been. Who here won through the fire making challenge? So ben. directly through the fire making challenge are Ben and Wendell. Yeah. Uh, they both won their fire-making challenge. But we love Wendell. <laughs> <laughs> Wendell won 
through that. Nobody and, is and hating the, on him. The thing is, people also forget, like if what if the fire making challenge hadn't happened, mm-hmm. Wendell would have also been vo- voted yeah. out final four, of and Dominic ben was, ben and Dominic would be here. Yeah. But Ben won it by nobody knowing that it would happen. Yeah. Technically, he would have still gotten there, so it doesn't really matter. But I think anyone else, it's just. N- not anyone else because it happened in in season thirty five and yeah, yeah. Uh, so th- he's the only he's he's the only one, mm-hmm. but uh, like he, they are the only ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick was w- was playing after it happened, but he won the final immunity, but not the fire making. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, I I just it's not as impressive for me that people win anymore. It's mm-hmm. just uh, like it's much more impressive to me, like people like. Uh, Danny, who get all the way to final two, like mm-hmm. only two people get to the end. Yeah, you you yep. you have no immunity adults. You have nothing. Like you have to play in y- your own game. That's much more impressive to me than someone who got to final four and won a fire making challenge, but otherwise would have been voted out. Like it's just not a, as impressive to the me fire, as there a winning game. There will be a fire making challenge this season too. Well, yes. Yeah. The thing with Ben is he is likable. He is. A, a marine, people will respect that. People re- re- will re- like. I think if he plays more of a social game, more of a strategic game this time, yep. gets further, people will respect him in the end. Um, he he's a loyal guy. I think people will trust him to an extent. I think mm-hmm. people will be nervous about his idol finding abilities. He found <laughs> three in a row. Mm-hmm. That's scary. I think people is will that be... an ability or is it luck? I think a lot of it, like, I think a lot of it is luck, but he really worked for it. Like, he was looking mm-hmm. all night straight after Tribal Council. Like, he was making mm-hmm. sure he would find the idol, and he was, like, kind of the first one to do that. Like, I just Many played an idol. Have, I just, have done the same. Yeah, but maybe not to the extent he did. Like, yeah. Um, like, yeah, Tony found idols, but he did not come straight from Tribal Council and, like, look all night for an idol. Like, even Tony, who found three idols as well. <laughs> I just think... And Ben had to play them. Tony didn't have to play his idols, really. <laughs> he he used them for leverage, but he he never really had to play an idol to stay in the yeah. game. Is um, Ben then like the epitome of like everything wrong with Survivor? How I think, he won. I think so. It gets a lot of hate, <laughs> but it's not yes, his fault. Yes, uh, that's I think the opinion a lot of people have of him. Like they they he's like the poster boy of what's wrong with Survivor now. So a everyone lot of would hate. If he won this yes, season. Yes, that's the consensus. A lot of people wouldn't. I, I, I'm I, going to say a controversial thing. Like, if he actually plays a good game, mm-hmm. I'll be happy with anyone winning here. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it would kind of be... I don't think it would be very... Like, it's not my favorite thing if, like, Ben is the second two-time winner. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's a nice guy. He's a mm-hmm. likable guy. Um, but I think... Early merge, people will look at Ben and say, we can't let him get far enough where he can't just start finding idols and mm. win fire challenges. But okay. But, Are we ready for the next pick? Yes. So it's basically, I'm picking either Nick or Boston Rob. Yeah. Um, can I guess which one you're going to pick if you have already? Yes. Cho- I just think you're going to pick Nick because I have the feeling that I'm going to have Rob and Sandra on my team. And I, I just am picking like, Nick. Yeah. Right. <laughs> God damn it. Um, Nick, what are your thoughts on Nick? I... You you didn't see his season. You only saw his pregame interview, which was Did one I of the sh- see... he was one of the shortest yeah. pregame interviews. It was like six minutes. 
with, just, e, with E.T. Canada. I just think he looks like Tyrell Wellick or <laughs> Mr. Robot. I, I have no other opinion of him. What, what, Fellow Scandinavian. He, is he Scandinavian? Tyrell Wellick, yeah. But, yeah, but is is Nick Scandinavian? No, he's not. He is. He's probably some Scandinavian. He he looks like he has the he has the Scandinavian eyes. He has the Scandinavian haircut, which is just blue. At least in this photo, I don't remember his pre-game interview. No, like the thing is, like it's, it's very funny to like think that he is an attorney. Like he's such like a giddy like he was the lawyer, good old boy. Yeah, he's a lawyer, but he's like a giddy good old boy. Like uh, it's like. Kind of like, uh, it's just funny to think about him in courtroom, like, mm. but he can also be serious. Like, he played a f- fantastic game in David versus mm-hmm. Goliath, but he played a game I feel like he cannot... I watched David versus Goliath. I don't... Yeah, I think he watched, like, a few episodes, maybe. Yeah. But the thing is with with Nick, I, he can't really replicate his game. The thing is, mm-hmm. in his first season, he pretended not to be a lawyer. He said he was a social worker. Mm-hmm. He uh, yeah. played played. I watched his season. Yeah, he 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 played up like the the like the southern accent. Like mm-hmm. oh, I'm just a good old boy. Like uh, <laughs> like um, oh I'm just a good old boy. I'm just a good old boy. Um, I'm is Nick. He, he... What? Uh, but is he, he like southern? Yeah, he's southern. He's the southern Scandinavian. He's from Kentucky. Sorry about that. Our cat is Kentucky. running rampage. Kentucky. But yeah, we're, we're, we're we've been here so long. Uh, we're, we're gonna figure this figure this out. <laughs> no, uh, the thing is about Nick is he can't replicate the same game. He can't pretend not to be smart anymore. Everybody yeah. knows he's smart. He ha- he won just like a few months ago when they played this game. This cat is is really testing our patience here, but he's extremely he's cute. cute. Yeah, we let's... So, we have to forgive this guy. He he is my next pick. <laughs> yeah. Our yeah. Cat. You pick him before Boston Rob. <laughs> um but Should, yeah, do you have more I, to say? About I Nick? think this one of our like we we have a couple of cats. This one would be the worst that survivor of all our cats. He he would be the Fabio, but but okay. He would be do a you Fab- have any more thoughts yeah. on Nick? Yes, Nick. Just I, I, I about our cat. <laughs> okay, but Nick, I think our cat would win Survivor. I don't think 100%. so. One hundred percent. Okay, so Nick against Rob. No, okay, yeah, Nick. Nick, he played a great game. He he did some incredible like. His minority split vote was one of the most ingenious moves we've seen in a while, where he, where he had the minority, but he still split the vote because he knew that they would be playing the idol correctly. But he also was scared that the other alliance, the majority alliance, would play their idol correctly. Mm-hmm. So they split their minority vote yeah. to make sure that they would get someone out, which is just such a smart move. Nobody had really thought about it before he did it. But now it's like something that people really think about. Like it's of it's just a new, new way of thinking. Like it's it yeah. was very smart of him. But the thing is, just he is kind of like smarmy if you know he's smart. <laughs> but he's like, like talking the way he is. Like it sounds like he's trying. Like he's not being genuine with you. Yeah. And people won't trust him. He's such a new winner. Nobody really knows him personally. I think he will have trouble in this game. I don't think people will give him any space to really, really work. And I just I just don't see him winning. It's just that simple. So, yeah, you are 
you you are fine with him being the last purposeful pick. Yes, I would have picked him probably before I picked someone like Sandra or Sarah. <laughs> My um, third and fourth pick. I would have. No, what's second and third? I Who think I would have actually. Like, Weren't they my second and third pick? No, we're your third and third fourth. Third and fourth, okay. So, like, yeah. <laughs> your third and fourth pick were probably the only two people plus Rob that I would have picked uh, later than I would have mm-hmm. picked Nick. But maybe not. I might have picked some of them. I don't know. But yeah, you got. Now it's your final pick. You only have one person to pick My from. Final pick. I, I'm, I'm gonna think a bit on this. Massachusetts, one. Robert. It's yours. Let's have a one-minute silence. No, let's not. Let's not do that. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick Rob. Yeah. You're gonna get Boston Bob. I'm gonna get Boston Bob. I feel bad. About having both Sandra and Rob on my team. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think... feel good with that because I you, think it's you... okay to have either one. But not you made both. your bet by picking Sandra fourth. Yes, but yeah, I pick, I I both chose to uh, be the first picker, and I chose Sandra. So I I made my bet, and I'm gonna sleep in it. But but I'm not gonna be happy. We really know. should get to sleep soon. <laughs> so maybe we should, yeah. So, But at least you've already made your bed. Yeah, no heaven. You just said you made your bed and you're going to sleep in it. Yeah, but I haven't made my real bed. Aren't you just going to sleep in this one? No. That you just made? No. Yeah, it's too hard to, to I'm going to figuratively it's sleep too... in this bed. <laughs> but you're going to actually sleep in your own bed. Yes. Let's get this right. Yeah, we have to get the facts right. Yeah. I don't know, Rob... He, 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 I have no thoughts on Rob. I have literally no thoughts on Rob. He's yeah. Rob. He, it's Rob. like Tony, but he's not like Tony. He, I can't talk about Rob all day. Yeah. He's written a book about this and, and I don't. I own that book. You own. Got it for Christmas, like. Did I give you. Five years ago or something. Was it my, a person from me? Yeah, I think you gave it to me for Christmas. What, have you read it? I wrote, read it all that like was that it good? Christmas. It was fine. It's like a pretty small book, <laughs> very few pages, and it's mostly like life lessons, like survivor Just lessons disguised device. by life lessons because you yeah. can't like directly write a book about Survivor. It's against contracts. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's like yeah, it's interesting. Like there's some good points about like. Like re like reading people and their intentions and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but like generally, it's just like a very short book. I just think uh, of Sandra and uh, Rob. I think Rob will be voted out sooner, but I'm I just have more faith in Sandra and her mind, her strategy, but uh, and Rob, I just think he's. He's, he has a better reputation than he is smart. He, he is less intelligent than his reputation is, at least for some people. He is held to a higher regard than I think. I, I'm not saying he's like, uh, not intelligent or. You're like saying this really just a bit overrated. He's a. His intelligence and his strategy is a little bit overrated. You're Mostly, like, like because he was given a good edit. He was yeah. given because because he's a 
fun player. He's a dramatic player and he makes uh, interesting moves. But it's like, as we were talking about with Amber, it wasn't his move, but his move was more fun. So they sh- yeah, he's so- a flashy player. Um, I just he like he knows a lot about Survivor. He, like he understands the game. But he's kind of a one-trick pony. He does he, the same thing almost every time. Half the, the time weird... it has worked. Half mm-hmm. the time it hasn't. Um, and he's in the weird position that he might have, he might have played Survivor too many times. Yeah. He might have played it so many times that he just might not be able to play it well anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I just think yeah. He he just he does the same thing every time. He's a, he's a good player, but. He's not going to be able to do the same thing again. Let's see. He might be able to adapt really well to the modern game, and we'll see mm-hmm. a new uh, Rob. Um, it, I've never it will heard be interesting. Of him being very adaptable. Yeah, he he hasn't been in in his in his Survivor career. Like he like I said, he does the same thing half the time. It has worked half the time. He's pre 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 jury. Mm-hmm. So like let's we'll see. Like maybe he'll he'll like change up his game this time. But realistically, I think he will be out pretty early. Or mm-hmm. at least if he gets to the merge, there will always be a point. There will be a point in the season where people say, we're not letting Boston Rob get further. He will be voted out. He won't win. Mm-hmm. So All right. that's that's Rob. Coming up to the three-hour mark, yes. we're going to wrap this we're up. We're going to really wrap this up. I'm... So. I'm... I'm mostly happy with my let's, team. Let's recap the teams. So, on my team, the Cinder team. The Cinder team. We got Kim Sprodlin. We got Ethan Sorn. We got Parvati Shallow. Mm-hmm. We got Tyson Apostol. I kind of wish that I'd gotten Parvati instead of, like, Sandra. Yeah, but I, I chose Parvati before you chose Sandra. Yeah. We got Wendell Holland. Sophie Clark. Danny Boatwright, Amper, formerly Burkich, mm-hmm. now Mariano. I would also have liked to have Danny. Sorry, I'm interrupting your list. She was Burkich when she won. She might now be the first winner to um, win with two separate names. <laughs> um, ben Driebergen and Nick Wilson. So I'm very happy with that team. Yeah. Um, do you want to recap yours? Yeah. So on the better team... That's its name. The better team is Yule, Michelle, Sarah, Sandra, Denise, Adam, Jeremy, Tony, Natalie, and Rob. I am half happy with my team and half I would steal from you. But that's how this works. I think I think it's just crazy to think that you have a team that has Sarah, Sandra, <laughs> Jeremy, and Natalie... And Jeremy and La- Natalie were yeah. two two of uh, like of your last four picks, yeah. and Sandra and Sarah were two of your first four. First yeah. four. Of I course, think... that happens when you have uh, yeah. someone like me that that doesn't really that goes off a of feeling. Also, I, someone like me that just like listens listens to one pregame interview I don't like, <laughs> and then I don't pick a player that maybe <laughs> I should just look at their seasons and say, yeah, I... hey, I think. This person played a great game. Maybe I should think about that more than. I'm still happy with their pre-game interview. I'm, I'm yeah. still happy with uh, with my team. Uh, 
I'm I'm confident I will I will get far. I think we both have like a perfect like a split of of men and women on both our teams. Really? Crazy, yeah. I you have yeah, you have five women and five men. And I have five women and five men. So Sure. Ha, somehow it just split that way. Um We we chose exactly the red and the blue team. Wow. Yes. So no, no, no. we did this our first podcast yeah. and we cu- somehow talked for 3 hours. Thanks if, for listening. If you got this far, okay, thanks for listening. If, if there's anyone that started <laughs> the podcast still watching. If there's if there's if there's if somehow someone decided to listen to this podcast and is actually at the end of it, um I'm truly truly sorry. Um <laughs> This. No, thank you. Yeah, thank you. no, it's I'm awesome. It's awesome. This, yeah, yeah, this. it's 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 been a it's been a it's been a ride. It's been very fun. Yeah. Um, I was not expecting um, having this much fun. It's half um, past one. I think the I think the first episode is already yeah, finished I, airing. I think it's almost finished airing. I think in half an hour, it's two hours with commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna watch it tomorrow. Yep. Um, but we did do this watch podcast. Watch out for that. Watch out for that <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah. It I will don't... hit you straight in the head. Yeah, I don't think that one will be three hours. Um, but I think uh, this is almost over. I think yep. uh, I'm just going to, first of all, congratulate you about having a three-hour discussion about Survivor. Um, <laughs> it was fun. Thanks some of these people having. you've never, never even seen play the game, but I think you actually have a pretty good team compared to compared to that i think this is a season where almost everyone has uh like great value yeah almost anyone has the chance to win i think yeah i went into this thinking anyone could win yeah who do i have the best feeling about yeah i i think this will be a fantastic season i'm very I even excited think rob could theoretically win yeah sure like if he gets to the anyone end like he win. can win like uh and we didn't even talk that much about the possibility of a- any of our picks, like getting back from Edge of Extinction. Yeah, that's always a possibility. I don't think these w- winners will vote for a person that comes back from its ex- Edge of Extinction. Yeah, so that will also be an interesting dynamic of the fact that I think everyone will be way too proud to mm-hmm. quit the Edge of Extinction, and no one will be. But voted no back. one. Uh, but I think everybody will be pretty cognizant of the fact that they will not be voted for if they get to the end. So you're basically just... Someone will go off of Age of Extinction. I think it's a possibility. Just, But maybe not. I don't know. I I don't think anyone will win from the Age of Extinction. It will be interesting in the end of Age of Extinction when it's just everybody still there. Yeah, I I think... Yeah. It will be crazy. We'll probably have a 17-person jury. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So it will be interesting. We've been podcasting so long that the cat that was... uh, Interrupting the whole time is now mm-hmm. falling asleep. Yep. Probably like all of the people that started listening to this podcast. Um, if you have, wake up. You have to go to work now. It's it's it's, it's late. Your house is on fire. Yeah. Fire danger danger. John. High voltage. What? Thanks for listening. John. This has been. Survivor talks. Yeah, at the Owl House. Maybe, we like where can people? Where can people find? Do you want people people to find you? Where can people find you? People can't find me. Do you have anything to plug? Do I have? I I have my merch store. It's uh, you don't. It's uh, 
it's a uh, Brecky and friends and I sell our faces on mugs and <laughs> and on that's a weird way. it's very weird way to articulate that like uh, we sell our faces on mugs <laughs> we rip apart of our not faces. we sell them um, we sell mugs with our faces on we sell our faces on mugs i'll plug i'll plug myself when the I... mugs are just vessels for selling our faces <laughs> yeah don't you have anything to plug you have a youtube channel Ah uh, yeah, short films. Uh, if if you wanna watch uh, stupid stuff and some okay stuff, you can go to Brecky Edits on uh, on YouTube. Yeah, and most of it's in Icelandic. Yeah. Not all of it. Some of it's in English. The, Some of it's the like the bad stuff is in English. Yeah. Do, do Inter- you have anything to plug? Uh, people can follow me on Twitter. At Sindri O. Yeah, I don't want to say my... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't tweet a lot, but if we get anyone listening to this, I might start tweeting more. Doesn't uh, Ruben follow you? Ruben? Ruben. No. <laughs> Rupert. I'm, uh, Rupert, I'm, you're I'm a terrible, too tired. You're a terrible casual. You don't even know... Ru- you, you don't know Rupert by heart. I love Rupert. Yeah, of course I, you love Rupert. Everyone but yeah, Ru- loves Rupert. Rupert's follows, uh, Rupert follows me on Twitter. Yeah, he doesn't so... even have access to that Twitter account anymore. That's a big story. <laughs> so um, he can't unfollow me. So, so it, I, I'm guaranteed to have Rupert as a follower that's, forever. That's awesome. Um, my first tweet was at Rupert, I think. And, and your Instagram. There was also... You were also followed on Instagram. Not by a survivor, but oh, I, top I was... Chef contestant. Yeah, a random, <laughs> yeah. a random Top Chef contestant liked uh, my cover, our cover, that we did on Instagram before she was on, like, before her season aired. But, mm-hmm. like, after she was announced on it, I don't know how she found us. Yeah. Because... Maybe we, she's just a Bonnie Bear fan and found yeah. it through that. <laughs> it's, it's very peculiar... Um, so you're you're already a celeb. Yeah, I'm you can you can you... F- you can follow me on Instagram as well if you want. Like it's not very exciting, but you'll probably get like some some cat stories once in a while. You'll be followed by you'll be in the same follower group as a, a top chef. She doesn't contestant. follow me. She just liked one of my videos. She just liked. Yeah, but yeah, if you want to follow me there, I'm Sindri underscore. Snare, which is S. So Sindri is yeah. I just said the name like everybody would know how to spell it. So my Twitter handle is Sindrio, which is S I N D R I O. S I N. S I N. And my Twitter handle is S I N D R I underscore S N A E R nine. That's my Twitter hand. No, that's my Instagram handle. If anyone wasn't confused by that. Um, I will personally send you five thousand dollars. Yeah, I promise. And the name, most importantly, the no, you, name you can't, spelled right. You can't really let me know anything, but I will what? send you the money. I will okay. just know. Well, okay. Uh, uh, we'll so find him on YouTube. Outros, so oh yeah, we'll definitely be. <laughs> have fun listening to whatever we put at the end of this. We haven't decided yet, but probably just like the same song we put in the beginning, which we haven't decided yet either at mm-hmm. this point. We're gonna have a new song every episode. So should we go for four hours now? Since we're here, <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned for for a new song every episode. Yeah, uh, we like music. We'll be showing you some music. 
Mm-hmm. So lots of love from Iceland. Yeah. And the Owl House. Yeah, and... this was at the Owl House. We'll, we'll probably talk about something more than just Survivor in the end if mm-hmm. we ever, if we ever podcast again. Yeah. If we can so, get over this trauma. Yeah. See you next time. Yeah, see you next time. Adios. Gonna work myself to death